I just love he refused to call that nigga Goku. It's Kakarot. Oh, <laughs> Yo, mama call you Kakarot. I'm gonna call you. Kakarot. You know what bothered me the most about Vegeta was that Flow Rider tape. <laughs> I hated that shit. I couldn't get past it. Goku's tape was pretty. Fun. No one was taped up. Trunks had a fucking bang. Trunks. The whole shit was fucked up. I loved Piccolo. I don't know why. Yeah. I love Piccolo. Go on, no! <laughs> Piccolo is so fucking. What was the one little nerdy fuck? What was his name? Krillin. 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 Go on, go. Piccolo was definitely black, no? He's a yeah, nigga. Yeah, nah. Piccolo was a nigga. Oh, Piccolo strapped the hood. He's from Definitely. Namek. <laughs> from Namek. Him and was male. Piccolo got rap songs in Miami. He's a fucking yeah. nigga. <laughs> 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 you with know, the dance flow. Who makes it? The niggery, bro. <laughs> that boy is crazy. Speaking man. of niggery. I put the H on it to emphasize it's... Nigga. Now you're listening to um, podcast. See, now you found yourself a nigga. You was looking for a nigga? Nigga here now, see? Okay. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, niggas and niggas. This is the NWO podcast. Nigga, nigga. Doing what we normally do. Not giving a damn nigga, how we nigga, do it. Nigga. And clearly, not giving hey. a damn what time hey. we do it. Little bitch, we some niggas. Hey, with a beat. Man, you We some niggas. With a P. I swear. We some niggas. With a P. Man We some niggas. With a P. I swear. Nigga with a P. 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 Nigga with a uh, me, Ricky, and Ben Finna turn up for you counting ten Hey, getting drunk in this On the podcast with my nigga, nigga, Chris Hey, and we in the vegan trap And I'm busting through the rap Ben got a ruby, we rolling up a doobie Trying to find a snack, call me Scooby Hey, Call me Scooby Welcome back, welcome back. <laughs> NWO Podcast, I am one third of your host, Ben C, take a shot of me. As <laughs> 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 usual, I'm joined by my brothers in fuckery, plus Yo. Ricky the Prince. Yo. Also known as the masters of misogyny. <laughs> and <laughs> Fuck, is that who we are? <laughs> Shit. And I got my brother to my left, the vegan trap Fuck lord it. himself. Hey. <laughs> How y'all brothers feeling, man? Dope, feel, dope. Now I'm thinking, could the Scooby Snack have possibly been drugged? <laughs> Had to be. Come on. <laughs> You see that motherfucker Shaggy? He was straight out of Woodstock. <laughs> I mean, come on, dog. Shaggy was a white Chris. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, come on, Scoop. We got come on, dog. This nigga was talking to a fucking talking dog. Okay. <laughs> My thing is, after 175 episodes right. of pulling masks off white men, right. at what point do you stop believing in fucking monsters, people? What the- <laughs> come on. <laughs> what the fuck? That shit was fucking crazy. But they were paranoid as fuck. They always wanted a snack. He's and the nigga thought his dog could talk. He was definitely fucked up. <laughs> 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 that 
That was some funny shit. Right. The nigga be scared as fuck. Scooby Snack. Ruby <laughs> and a nigga man the fuck up. Remember Scrappy Doo with the little man syndrome? Yeah. Oh, fucking Scrappy Doo. <laughs> Let me at him. Let me at him. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. Go at him. <laughs> go ahead. Bitch. You little fuck. All little niggas have that same. Any nigga under like 5'9". It's just they, they do too much. They do the most on social they media. They do so much. On the basketball court. <laughs> with work. their angles. Have people taking them pictures from kneeling positions. Like nigga. Grow up. Oh fuck, we got sidetracked. Uh, Richard, how was your weekend? What'd you do this week? <laughs> it was good. Um, this weekend I played ball with the fellas. Uh, got some schoolwork done, and we got a lot of NWO podcast shirts and hoodie orders out. Come on! So shout out to the nigga Navy. We out here merching on niggas. I expect to see a sea of nigga shirts at this live podcast, yeah, yes, bro. Yes, Shit yeah. gonna be so gangster. Yes, we got a lot planned for y'all. Who's next? Uh, Benny Boy, what'd you do this weekend? Um, I, too, played a little bit of basketball. Um, Healthy, ass, Yeah, man. I'm trying to get it in, trying to get this cardio in. And um, I also went to my boy uh, Punchy's gender reveal. Yeah, shout out Punchy. He's having a little king. Haitian yeah. niggas do gender reveals now? What? No. What is going He's not on? Haitian. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. Everything is right with the world. Yeah. Okay. He's Puerto Rican. Uh, of, of course. That makes total sense. Mafongo and gender reveals, I guess. <laughs> Shit was dope. Yeah, but that's what I did. <laughs> Chris, what you do this weekend? Uh, me and my... Uh, you soccer team advanced to six and one. Talk hey. that shit. That's playoff shit with a sound like. Yeah, nah, we the best team uh, record wise right now. We actually like the loss we took a couple weeks ago was the we were the last undefeated team. That's dope. Congrats to the young kings, man. That's a yeah, fucking man. huge they deal. Doing their thing. Young man, little multicultural team. <laughs> uh, this weekend, I went to uh, Orlando. I hosted um, a, uh, a Haitian fundraiser, and it was lit as fuck. The women were beautiful. Um, <laughs> let me tell you something. I spared lots of people this weekend. They, like there were children there, fucking twenty-two, twenty-three-year-old children looking at me to be slayed. And I was like, I, "You don't need any of this. You don't need this shit. What, what am I gonna do? Do you fuck you every three months?" I knew, I knew, I knew you did a successful job when you walked out on stage. When you walked, that's I played that video like forty times. That's how I started the show. That's I how know, it came that's out. That's how I know it's a success. That Meek and Drake has been. Oh my God, bro! It's the chases, bro. You asked for the ball, so they sent me dog, and I slid in that shit. It's, 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 I, I need to go to your show this weekend. It's the chases, nigga. Pull up. <laughs> All of us gonna pull up. Mm-hmm. Ben, Chris is at a date. So next week when we ask what we did this weekend, we're gonna say plus plus the show. You son of a bitches, you just wait for it. I'm gonna see if Maya works this week and see if she wants to slide. All right, let's get down to business. Uh, <clears throat> Richard, how old is too old to be trying to get fucking gold teeth? Fuck. Mm. Is that still a thing? Yeah. Uh, there are people who still have them. However, they've been grandfathered in. Like if I walked in with sixteen gold teeth today, what would you say to me? Permanence or uh, pullouts? No, I'm not a fucking monster. I'm good okay. pullouts. First question would be like, why? <laughs> <laughs> um, I used to have six to the bottom. Um, Ew. Yeah, you were one of those niggas. Pullouts. Six to the bottom. Six to the bottom. Yeah. If you don't have six, if you don't have ghosts to the top, you don't really mean it. Yeah, 
I, I, I didn't mean it. Keeping your little fucking jaw open. Yeah. Yeah. It Ugh. It, it's, I don't know. It just, it, to me, when I see niggas with goals in their mouth, it just, before you even say a word, I automatically think your breath stink. Hmm. It just gives off that, that vibe. You know what I'm saying? It just doesn't look clean. I know, and as people are going for the gut, actually, I take that back. I see a lot of women doing that. Like, I see a lot of women now trying to get the little sick, trying to be cute with it. I don't like yeah. that shit. Let me tell you something. My woman can have fangs. You can have four to the bottom. But if you have, if you're a woman with goals to the top, you definitely steal. There's no doubt about <laughs> it. You, you need to sleep you with one cer- out. You certainly steal. Especially if you got that one. I'm trying. If you have one gold teeth, you yeah. definitely steal. But it's, your it's, pussy's it's good. Called I know it's, it's good. called tooth, yeah. not teeth. One, one, one <laughs> tooth is singular. Esau. Thank you, Esau. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> no, no. I'm, I'm trying to imagine Maya with gold teeth. It well, doesn't look right. Okay. What about that gold rim around the tooth? Remember? When, <laughs> yeah. The gold. Where they have the gold outline? Yes, the outline. Yeah. That shit was. What was that for? Why would people do that? Why wouldn't you choose another color? Why would you choose gold for the rim of that tooth? Why not purple? Is it because you have a small tooth? What's the reason for that? But why do the outline? Just do the thing. Just do the whole tooth. Why why the outline? Unless it was like a design back in the 80s and shit like that one rim. That shit was ugly, man. That shit goes hand in hand with finger waves and super long nails. It does. It does. Big hoops. It really does. So my favorite teacher of all time, Mm -hmm. right, Dr. Williams, he taught me Spanish. He is a Jamaican nigga born in London with dreads and golds. The nigga speaks six to seven languages. My favorite teacher of all time. He taught me in high school. Okay. And his whole thing was he wanted to show people. This nigga has a fulfill. He's teaching at UM right now. A million degrees, speaks a million languages. His whole point was that you can look this way and, and still be super fucking smart. And he was a mind fuck. Because he would do shit to say fuck the principal all the time because he was the highest paid teacher and sought after because of all of his fucking degrees. Exactly. And this right. nigga had 32 permanent fucking gold teeth. Mm. What the fuck? I'm talking about permanent as fuck, dreads down to his ass. Only Dade County scored high. Oh, <laughs> but the thing is, bro, like he taught at Central, at Turner Tech, at American, at Crop, and now he's at UM as a professor. This nigga's like amazing. And That's then dope. he, and the thing is, he looks fucking forty. Damn! But he's a warlock. <laughs> I want to do something like that. That's dope. I'm trying to get all of them permed out. Your teeth? Yep. Oh, t- I think about a lot going on stage with gold teeth, only because I know it'd be a mind fuck once they hear me speak. Mm-hmm. Like I know if I go on stage with a yuck, what they're gonna think. Mm-hmm. And then when I begin to give them bars, you change motherfuckers' minds. Because his approach was crazy, but like motherfuckers who look more conservative than he does, he can outsmart you. Suck my dick. Presentation, how you look means nothing. Right. <clears throat> I, I can't imagine crazy gold. <laughs> you gonna yuck it out? My fucking Watch brother you. just got eight and I got kinda jealous. He's four four. <laughs> I want sixteen really bad. Some niggas, some some niggas, that shit look hard with some niggas. I ain't gonna lie, like that shit is fits certain people. But I, my pants too tight for that shit. I'd be like, too afraid, bro. I hate seeing T Pain with his regular teeth. Yeah, that's what I'm right. <laughs> I need to see him with the yuck. Yeah, got it. How about tattoos? Is, is there like an age for tattoos that's too old? Yeah, of course. Yeah, you start how old is that? Twenty five. What? Unless it's a cover up. Oh, that's young. 
So after 25, it's too old to be doing that shit. To be getting fresh new tattoos? I mean, unless that's like your thing. I've never asked it. Anybody here has any tattoos? I have none. No, I, I don't have one. <clears throat> like right now, if Ricky or Ben was to be like, yo, I'm about to go get a tattoo. As your friend, I'm really talking about that. <laughs> yeah. We may need What's to have a conversation to? then because I've been thinking about it for some years. Now. Chris, you have a tattoo? No. Me too. I don't have tattoos, piercings, or none of that. No, I mean, I, I'm, I'm hoping nobody here has any fucking piercings that I can't see. Because if I can't see your piercings, something's wrong. Guys, I don't have <laughs> you have any piercings, guys? No? No. Okay, all right. Thank God. So, I have one tattoo. <laughs> who, who has one? <laughs> is it a, is it a tramp stamp? Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> so, I was like 22. Right, I just had my fucking kid. I'm driving through Liberty City, and I see a tattoo shop that says fifteen dollar tattoos. <laughs> oh God! I say fuck it, let me go do it. <laughs> I got my son's name across my back. It's covered by hair right now. It doesn't even doesn't even. I figured I have it okay. All the time. Your lower back or upper back? Upper back. I'm a man. Oh, okay, <laughs> from shoulder blade to shoulder blade because I'm a fucking adult. <laughs> I was thinking about getting Ari and Malia's name tatted on me. What so, stopped you from doing it? I just haven't really put any thought into doing it. It, just, it was just a thought. It wasn't like something I decided I wanted. It was just a thought. Like I want to, you know. <laughs> just a thought. Yeah. Because that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, you go get that now. You got to add something to that. Yeah. Yeah, so, because you have, can't just get one. I feel pressure to, like, dress up this shit now that I have it. I did see a Michael get, like, Jackson tattoo that I want to get of his face. You I get, okay? That's your problem. <laughs> I want to get the Michael Jackson tattoo of his beautiful face. Why are you gay? <laughs> you are gay. <laughs> <laughs> this old man is funny. Well, why are you, you gay? gay? You are gay. You are gay. <laughs> Remind me of my dad calling my friend a queer. <laughs> you are a queer. You, why are you hanging out with that queer? <laughs> like, why do you ben, even know what a queer is? Is there a too old for golds or tattoos? I Wait, think, we didn't say an age. Is what? there an age you think? I just said 25. Uh, 25. Yeah. Okay, Ben, go ahead. I don't think there's an age uh, period because I don't, I don't think anybody should have goals. <laughs> especially not niggas I mean it's bad enough I have this melanin on me I don't need another calling card you don't need to have gold teeth <laughs> nah I don't need another calling card to catch a billy club upside the head I don't know why I love those shits bro so so Chris apparently you don't think it's no too old for no gold teeth nah nah I mean but that's just cause I want them so yeah right right I'm not really say pro tattoos I'm not against them but I'm not like yo go get some tattoos you feel me? Because like I said, you can't just get one. And your like, shit got to be fly when you do it. Niggas not having a tattoo nowadays is a rarity. Like, most niggas just have sleeves. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know a hell of niggas with just sleeves. Me too. I know how a many niggas, niggas think you, How many niggas you think regret that shit? Because well, we no longer live in a day and age where tattoos are a hindrance, I don't think. Not necessarily because of the hindrance, but just because, like, a lot of them got those tattoos where super young, it, yeah, and yeah. it was like that fad where the chest pieces was out, and you know what I'm saying. Yeah. And you get the little, the little shoulder sleeve, the half sleeve that come down to your elbow. Yeah, you get that shit. Like you think all them niggas are still fucking with that shit? Shit, probably not. Yeah, a lot of niggas was getting sleeved up like in high school and shit, and you and then getting fucking prison tattoos. Yeah, so now it's just like crazy. 
They don't even know what half of that shit even meant. Yeah, like, I'm too old to get a fucking sleeve now. My time is gone. Yeah. I just can't walk into a fucking tattoo shop <laughs> today. Yeah, that shit's crazy. I was going to do one in Denver when I turned 30, but I just, opportunity just never fucking came around. I was going to get my whole um, forearm done when I turned 30. I was thinking about doing that. And you missed it, right? And I was like, yeah, I'm fucking almost 40 now. I'm 32, so. I'm you like, made it that far. Like, I literally went, I fucking Googled the fucking design. I wanted a fucking owl. I was going to get this fucking owl, and I just fucking never followed through with it. I just, I, I think the cutoff age for a tattoo should be like 40. Like, after four, I don't see why you're getting any tattoos. Would you do, like, matching tattoos with Maya? Uh, it depends. Like, I would. I would actually tattoo her name. If she becomes my wife, I'd tattoo her. I had a girl ask me, and I was I was fucking real super close to doing that shit. Like we were uh, Houston together. But was she was she were you dating her? Yeah. Or was it significant? Okay. Yeah. And she was like, "Let's get a tattoo together." I was like, "Yeah, fine. Let's do that shit. Find a design." And that's where it stopped. But it stopped you. We just couldn't find some shit that uh, made sense. Sense, right? You understand? Because at this point, okay, we're deciding that we want to do some shit that's permanent together. What do we get? Y'all and that's where. Y'all his doubts. I mean, I was going to do it. Y'all had doubts like fuck. Now, <laughs> now, let me ask you. Are you guys Are you guys on bad terms? No. Okay. So, okay. Okay. Because that would have sucked. Yeah. Right? See, the thing with Maya, she knows that if once if I'm, if, Maya, if Maya asks me that question when I'm drunk, she knows I'm down to do whatever when I'm drunk. Like, let's go get a tattoo. Fuck it. Let's do it. Okay. <laughs> 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 I'm glad she doesn't. She doesn't take advantage like that. <laughs> <laughs> You're smiling about over there. Because like, no, 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 no. he knows. Because he, he knows when I'm drunk. He knows I'll do some fucking dumb shit. <laughs> ben, I need that clip about you, cause my bad. I know it's all sudden and shit. Oh, your phone died. No, 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 I got it. I got it. I got because I saw this shit online and and it was powerful as fuck to me. Um, and I want to share it with you guys. I want you guys to hear it for the first time. Okay. And just let me know what you think about what this woman uh, is saying. Do you know who she is? Or? Oh, fuck. I yeah. forgot her name. I should have jotted it down. Son good. of a bitch. Can we get some background? Yeah, right? Well, just listen. She's talking to James Baldwin. I know that. Okay. Of course you can lie to me. And you will. If you love me and you're going off with Maddie someplace, you're lying to me. Because what the hell do I care about the truth? I care if you're there. Let Billy Holiday say, hush now. Don't explain. All right, I accept that. Of course. All of right, course you lie to me. I don't even want to care. What, what does the truth matter? And why are you going to be truthful with me when you lie to everybody else? You lied when you smiled at that cracker down the job, right? Lie to me. Smile. Treat me the same way you would treat him. I can't treat you, you the must. way I treat him. You must. Because I've caught, the, I've caught the frowns and the anger. He's happy with you. Of course he doesn't know you're unhappy. You grin at him all day long. You come on when I catch hell because I love you. I get least of you. I get I get the very minimum. And I'm saying, you know, fake it with me. Is that too much of the black woman to ask of the black man? Shit. Fuck. <laughs> right? Wow. Like, what stuck out to me is she was like, you smile at that cracker at the job all day long, mm-hmm. no matter how you feel that day. Mm-hmm. You fake it because you know that, like, you don't want to upset him. So, shit, fake it with me. So, you- you know what got you know what got me was when she said I get the least of you. Yeah, that shit. It's Be, like and only because she loves you. Yeah. Uh, so my shit. question is, <laughs> does deep, the black bro. woman deserve protection from our bad days? Because natural instinct is like, 
when you're going through some shit, you pour it into your girl because who else you gonna pour it into? But at some point, like, does she deserve a faker, happier version of you sometimes? You know, that brings me back to, remember when Steph is Dope was here and uh, Comedy Bones was here a couple weeks ago? And we were talking about um, sometimes, you know, you don't want to talk about the shit that's mm. on your mind. Mm. I think that's one of those scenarios where this woman's, you know, kind of alluding to where, like, your woman kind of wants to see if she can help you. But you've gone through whatever you've gone through that day. And you kind of like brushing her off. Like I kind of. Well, but the thing is, if you got her to the point where she's asking you, then you're not putting up a good enough performance. So, because I'm asking, like, when you're going through some of your shit and you feel like telling the world "fuck you," does your girl deserve a performance instead? Because instead of taking the brunt of your bad day. But if you're if if you being real with your girl in your relationship, why give her the fake shit? Mm-hmm. Because she says that, like, it's taxing. Like, she says she gets the least of you, and you're pleasant as fuck with that crack at the job because, so you know, do, do you, you want, have to be. But do you want the pleasant. least of me, or do you want the f- the fake? Yeah. Like, I don't want to give you what I give these, these quote-unquote, crackers at the job. <laughs> I don't give a fuck about them. I give a fuck about you. And I'm trying to tell you how I really feel. Yeah. Because she, it's not like she's fucking pleading just to be, like... I mean, within again, I'm sure, like, this was, like, I don't know if you guys can hear it how she's speaking, but this was the 70s. So, yeah, when, yeah, when black men came home, they had some shits. Right. But let me ask you this. If you're coming home from work with some shit on your mind about some shit from work, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's work, but also it has something to do with you as a man and providing for your, 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 your family or for providing in general. Because by nature, we like to provide. So, I'm pretty sure it has something to do with you being able to provide for her. So sometimes it has nothing to do with your woman. You know what I'm saying? Like and that's some some sometimes if I'm in a mood like I, I try to explain that to my like this has nothing to do with you. You know what I'm saying? Like, like that's not that's not soothing for them. Like that doesn't calm it's not, them down. It's not. And I've learned that. But I'm I don't want to give you no fake shit. I mean, you guys could chime in any time, but I, I just how no, I feel. The, I mean, at the end of the day, it's like if you being fake in this moment, you know what I'm saying? When are, when else are you being fake? Exactly. I, I don't think there's a win-win for us, like in in any scenario dealing with exactly. Women. There's no win-win. So if I give you the fake shit now, why? When do I decipher when to give you fake shit? Yeah. Do I give you fake shit when I'm mad? Do I give you fake shit when we're you I know? Think, I think the compromise of of her being in a relationship with you know what I'm saying her mate is like. You're going to accept the times when a nigga come home and he just had had enough that day. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, as as far as compromising me and halfway, because I'm going to meet you halfway on the days where you don't you wake up and you don't feel beautiful. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to meet you halfway and let you know, like, baby, you're still pretty, you're still beautiful. I still love everything about you type shit. I do think as men, though, we do have to do a better job of taking account their feelings. Because at the end of the day, they really, really, really fucks fuck with us. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So, I know with me, I'm learning to like put pride, ego, all of that man shit to the side and let a nigga play some Xbox and care about her off. feelings. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like, you know, I, I I just I just think that for me, brushing aside certain feelings, uh, I should stop doing shit like that because they think differently than us. Period. So, so then, please. I think it comes down to establishing a system that promotes being open with your partner. Mm. 
I think when you come home and you're frustrated about your day, I think you should already be in a system where you come home and you say, babe, I need to vent. That's how you properly and that's how you in a very healthy manner release all that pent up negative energy. Because taking her it down. out on her just isn't. That doesn't work. That doesn't work. And you need to have that system vice versa with her. I the think women are going to have that. Me, because that justifies your job. behavior. You understand? Like, if you're just being an asshole and you're giving her the least of you and she doesn't know why, then your behavior just seems like she says fucking like she wants you to fake it. But I think if you do what Ben does and say, babe, I need to vent, and you kind of set a safe space. But Ben, do you do that? that? Yes. And th- that happens throughout the day, too. Like, step outside into the hallway. Give her a call. And she'll, she does the same. You yeah, Maya does that day. to Maya yeah. does that to me, but I don't do that to her. Maybe I should start. You should practice that because you go home already having released that negative energy and that negative tension, and you go home normally. I, and I remember there'd be times when I get home and she would say to me, she 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 could sense it. She'd be like, "You had a bad day at work," and mm-hmm. I'd be like, "Damn, I think I'm hiding this shit." You know what I'm saying? But I'm like, "How the fuck did she know that shit?" She but that's because she fucks with you, right? She, she knows you. But to go back to that particular thing about us men talking to you, I genuinely, genuinely think black men as a whole have a problem with oh, talking about that type of shit, or just in general. But why is that? Um, st- statistically speaking, I think it's because we a lot of black men grew up without fathers, or a fatherly role model, and the ones that did grow up with a father... Um, you didn't really talk to your dad you know what i'm saying so it's like now as an adult you've established and you've grown up with this whole okay i i went my whole life without talking to a man about my issues or talking in general because there's certain things you're not going to tell your mom you know as a boy you know what i'm saying so now here you are as a grown man you just internalize everything and you just deal with the shit Mm -hmm. you know this is america this is how black men are this is what we deal with we get beat up at home, we get beat up outside, we get beat up at school, we get beat up everywhere you go. So sometimes when you come back home, your wife, your woman, she could be loving to you, but you may not perceive it as loving. You know what I'm saying? She could be asking you a question about work, but you're taking it as, damn, why are you attacking me too? Mm-hmm. I've just been attacked for the last 12 hours at work, and I'm coming home to this shit when all she's doing is asking you how, she, you know, how was work. But here's what's crazy, because like sometimes I think... Black men can sometimes get, I guess, quote unquote, punished mm-hmm. for being open, and then like they'll never do it again. Like if I was like I remember, so when I had uh, when I found that I was pregnant, I was the first one of all of my homeboys and all of my cousins mm-hmm. to be about to have a kid. So everybody that I had to speak to was saying, "Oh my nigga, your life is over. You might as well die." Yeah, it was negative. It's yeah. over. You might as well die. Facts. And it's like, if I was the kind of nigga who was just going to allow that to enter my spirit, like, I would have been done for. And it's like, sometimes... Not only you, but your son, too. Your son. Yeah. So, like, sometimes you can get into a point where you make an attempt to open up, and it's not what you expect, it's not well-received, and then you just think, what's the point? I'll never do this again. Yeah. And I'm sure that's a lot of stories. And, and and that's the thing too, man. Like I I, I really I really for me, I, you guys know you guys know me personally, so you guys know my communication is awful. I can't tell you why. 
<laughs> because my mom talks a lot and my dad was always open and he always wanted to talk. I just chose not to. That's a common misconception. Like it's a common like cuz just talking for me isn't that because like I said a few episodes ago, like you can talk and still not say shit. Right. I'm a specialist at it. I know you can talk and just right. not say a fucking thing. I'm a salesman. So come I, on. I can talk to you and not say much. You know what I'm saying? I could talk and say just enough to get this conversation to end and move on to the next shit. Because that's just how I am. Like, how do I get past this awkward situation so we can go on to some next shit? So, I mean, like, just because your mother loved to talk, it doesn't necessarily mean exactly. that you had great examples of communication. Or that you were getting shit solved. Right. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? And and a lot of my homeboys, you know, without saying names, you know, when we talk now as men, you know, it would say, they say to me, like, you know, yeah, you know, the old boy was there, but he wasn't, like, we weren't, like, establishing no shit when we talked. You know what I'm saying? Like, he was just there, like, paying bills, passing time, you know what I'm saying? Like, very functional. Yeah. You know and, what I'm saying? But, but here's the thing, because you, you have to understand, like, to them, to, like, the, the generation who are our fathers in their eyes, they're being soft because, hey. At least I didn't beat his ass today. Like, you understand? Because you have to also, when you think about who they are, you have to consider who raised them. So it's like, like their father was cold and abusive. So I'm just cold. So now the father you're going to be is neither cold or abusive. Like, I mean, it's a process. Yeah. It's a generational thing. Yeah. You understand? Because like, when my mother tells me stories about her father, like, you love this nigga? <laughs> how, could you, how could you love this nigga? Like, she tells me stories because she was crying one night at age five, and this nigga put her outside the house for a few hours to teach her a lesson. And my mother, the way she describes her neighborhood, it's thriller. It's, it's zombies walking down the street. You know what's crazy, though, for me? Like, I, I don't necessarily... Aside from my niggas, you know, y'all in this room and my niggas, but I don't necessarily look to speak to other men about certain shit, but I've always had this open door policy for um, other men to come and talk to me about whatever they may be going through. I don't know if it's because growing up, I had a father in my life who gave a fuck. I always felt bad for those who did not you know what I'm saying? And I knew as a kid, as a young kid, I knew the advantages that I had of having that father in my life. Because I would see certain shit, certain behaviors from certain kids and be like, damn, if I did that, this is what would happen to me for behaving like that. And I know why he's behaving that way. I knew that as a kid. Because my dad would tell me. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? So, like, me now, you know what I'm saying? Like, if if there's a man out there who wants to talk about certain shit, I've always been that dude who's open to talking to that person. But I, for me, for whatever reason, I just I, I'm bad at it. I do get a few guys who speak to uh, two of my cousins, especially. They hit me up all the time about like baby mom advice because they see that me and my son's mother is super cordial and we're super cool because we work at it. And, like, we make a conscious decision to be good to each other for the betterment of the boy. Right. And it's, like, it's not something, apparently, that's easily achieved. So, sometimes, when they're feeling irrational, when they're feeling uh, like they're being treated unfairly, they hit me up for perspective just to see whether or not they're losing their fucking minds. And because sometimes, like, to promote healthy relationships, like, to have a healthy co-parenting relationship, it's a lot of give and take. And if niggas don't talk 
if you don't talk some of that shit out, you can make irrational decisions. You, you know what's crazy to me is the fact that like people who listen to this podcast and listen to Plus, I will say this. Off Air Plus has given me some of the best advice I've ever gotten. For my relationship, personal life, he's a great dad. So, like, that's what I say. Like, it's crazy that a man who, like, what would you say to a person? Because you've gone on record saying your 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 real life father wasn't act was he active in your life? Mm-mm. So, what attributed that? Like, how how did you become the father that you are today? Because it's 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 clear that you. I mean, you love Eli. He's all over your social media. Like you, you're with him all the time. But I think what my father did definitely had the opposite effect in the sense that like i was a young father so like when i had my kid i was still young enough because my father was still presently disrespecting me Mm -hmm. so it's like i had a clear feeling like it was fresh in my mind on how it felt to be let down how it felt to be made a promise wait for your dad to pull up and he don't pull up to this day like i don't promise my son shit that i know that i can't do right I'd rather surprise you with shit than tell you that daddy's going to do something and I can't fucking do it. To me, that is the worst thing in the world. I've never disappointed my son with shit in the nine years he's been fucking alive. I don't play those games. And that's raw as fuck and to me. only because how that feels is fresh in my brain. And the thing is, so I think those memories and that experience kind of helped me take fatherhood super seriously. And I, and I think what also we have to take into account uh, Chris Ben and plus as we see here we t- have this conversation for us what um, we shouldn't take for granted is the fact that we have the ability to speak about this with each other because a lot of dudes don't have that because if you go into the hood we, we all been in the hood you go into the hood we can't go and have these conversations with dudes you know what I'm saying you know it's just, it just doesn't happen you get a mean wow come on crazy. that's why I, I used to be one of these niggas who would say like I'd rather speak to girls if I have to speak because sometimes niggas just don't have the devices bro like they, they have a wall up they're trying to be somebody who they aren't and niggas lie for no reason on some macho shit there's no I hate a nigga who volunteers a lie to me if I ask you a question and you lie fine Right. But don't come to me and just say, I fucked 73 bitches yesterday. I didn't ask you for that, liar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't fucking ask you for that. Fucking weirdos. Fuck, and so talking to men can sometimes be difficult, bro. Like, it talking to be. these niggas is, you have to know who the fuck to speak to. Right. And and the reason why a lot of these guys run to the women is because, like, it, it's it's safe there. Because women are nurturing. You know, they're supposed to <clears throat> be able to talk about this stuff. Yes. And, and, and men, like, it, it's frowned upon to, you know show a chink in your armor because when you go out into the day to ricky's point you put on your armor you're supposed to be at war all day you come home and you're supposed to be a man you're supposed to take it on the chin especially growing up as a caribbean man right i view every caribbean black man as atlas the story of atlas and greek mythology (laughs) mythology is that he got cursed by the gods to carry the the weight of the world on his back and I, i view every Caribbean black man like that because that that's what I saw it as growing up. You know, you my know, dad worked seven days a week. Still does. Still does. He still does. Takes God. it on the chin. Damn. Damn. His dad still works seven days a week. No don't, days don't, off. Don't complain. No, no, no complaints. So like, if you work seven days a week, who the fuck do you vent to? But that's why when this nigga, when his dad comes home and his dad comes home with a fucking bottle, I never stop what him. What can I say to him? That's that's it. And see. 
it's terrifying because like as as I do drugs, I'm saying like intoxicants is how a lot of black men black, black, black men right. learn to deal, Facts. learn to cope. This nigga works seven days a week, knows that he can't unload this on my wife, kids. Fuck my homeboys. My homeboys doing the same thing. I can't complain to work seven days a week when my homeboys work seven That's days a week. That's all we know. <laughs> and when we tried to have an intervention with him to get him to open up, he was very short, not really responsive to it. That's because, all I mean, he knows. It's, it's, then, that's all he knows. Once again, think of his daddy. That's like, all he they knows. They come from a place where men do a lot of things, but complain ain't one of them. And my dad was like your story. See, my dad, his father treated him like shit. Didn't appreciate him, didn't love him, and my dad did the opposite of that with his children, and I and I, I just like to think of psychology of things. So I pick up uh, my mannerisms and my love for my children from my father, because believe it or not, I, my mom, I'm a mama's boy. My dad was more loving than my mom, even though he's was more stern with us. So that's crazy. But going back to the Atlas story with the Caribbean man and you know, holding the that's. I think we're born thinking that way mm-hmm. because even with me sometimes I don't like to tell my a lot of shit that happens to me at work because I don't like to feel vulnerable in front of her. I see that as a sign of weakness. Yeah. Like I don't ever want her to see me as that bitch ass <laughs> nigga complaining. Yeah. And she will say to me, I would never look at you that way, blah, blah, blah. But for me as a man, and that's all men in general, you don't want your woman to see you in a state where you feel vulnerable. Like, damn, I'm a bitch ass. Like, it's like when Adam, when Adam got you know, when they ate the fruit and they finally felt naked for the first time. You know what I'm saying? Like, that feeling of shame. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you don't want that feeling in front of your woman. You know what I'm saying? So, it's like, and Maya seen me at my absolute worst. They girl bailed me out of jail. But that's a prison. <laughs> you know what I'm so, that's a prison. You understand what I'm saying? Like, living it is, within bro. the confines of, like, those rules, that's a prison. But I could see their frustration because they don't want us to look at it that way. They, they, they're doing everything in their power to stop us from thinking that way, but we just can't stop. I, 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 it's, it's, it's a battle, bro. Complaining and whining ain't for men. It just don't it's, feel I, right. I can't whine, Maybe bro. I shouldn't look as talking about my problems as complaining and whining, but how the fuck can I not? Plus, I'll never forget the day some shit happened to me, and I had no money. Like, I was on my dick, and it was Maya's birthday, and I made this shit happen. Ben helped. But I made this shit happen. But I could not. She did not know anything was going on with me. How could you look at her on her birthday and say, I don't have it here. Stand man, with, man. Your fucking, with your pockets empty, with your head down in front of her. How could you do that? Ricky the Prince? You're nah. a prince. <laughs> <laughs> nah, not happening, sir. Not on my watch. I'd rather my face be dirty with my homeboys than with my girl. Big borrow steel. Hey, man. nigga, I need it now. Big You'll get it steel. whenever. Big bar of steel, my nigga. Wifey's birthday. What's up? It's your money, and I, I need it now. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm you know what I'm saying? But that's the things that we battle with. You know what I'm saying? Like, And I mean, I don't know, Chris, you know, with marriage, how much that changes. You know what I'm saying? And it's gotten a lot easier over the years with Maya, yeah. but damn. Because as someone who's married, right, you're supposed to be one. We, so, I'm married, and we work together. And you work together. So right. it's like, if you need to vent, you're supposed to be able or you should vent to your wife because you're one you guys lit the candle at the ceremony like it's one flame yeah so it's like do you ever talk to other men like does that how does that work when you're in a marriage I do you mean, speak to friends about whatever the fuck is going on 
not necessarily not to the exact extent you know what I'm saying because you still want to maintain a level of like privacy yeah so it's like you don't want to go into superb detail about every single hiccup and right. you know what I'm saying <laughs> but there's certain things like I mean just sitting here weekly talking with y'all you know what I'm yeah. saying this shit is therapeutic it. Is it, it is you know what I'm saying because sometimes y'all say some shit and then it's like I'm doing the exact opposite, and I think I'm totally right. And then I hear y'all say this shit, and I'm like, wow. I didn't know I was wrong. I didn't know I I could be wrong. That's epiphany. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I mean, having the ability and just knowing people like y'all and talking with y'all, it's like just being able to do that relieves a lot of me even want to complain or, you know what I'm saying, have anything to talk about. Right. negatively that right. could be considered a complaint or whatever but as far as being married goes it's like full of transparency you know what i'm saying like she's in here with me every almost every day so if it's a rough day she sees it yeah you know what i'm saying and <clears throat> again like i say that compromise knowing that you're with somebody that requires hey maybe you had a rough day and what you need to get over it is 30 minutes to an hour by yourself right and then after that 30 minutes to an hour you come right back and it's like everything's good again so i feel like that compromise is a one like super super important well i mean you you mentioned something about having a rough day this is the the vegan trap house there is no rough days Hey, bro. None at all. Sometimes bro. when you put that grill on the menu, what? Hey, man. You know what I'm talking about? They be going at it. It is what it is. But I know from what I see, there ain't no rough days in here. And if you want to know what I'm talking about, I advise you to come on over to 6060 Miramar Parkway, Miramar, Florida. Vegetarian Delight. And my dog just got a brand new sign outside. And Gang we flicked shit. up in front of that thing. I want to say this, too. Big shout out to, uh, I think his name is Maxwell Chambers, the commissioner of Miramar, you know what I'm saying? I just want to let y'all know, because I told Plus earlier, but I'm, I, he gave me the go-ahead to put my original sign back up. Nice. That the city had banned us from putting up. He gave me the okay, so. Straight the fuck up. Just so the shit. rest of you Miramar niggas know, not the commissioner, but the rest of you niggas, <laughs> I'm holding my nuts right now. And just so you know, while he's holding his nuts, you can come see him hold his nuts at 6060 Miramar Parkway, <laughs> Miramar, Florida, 33023. And um, as we're doing that, too, I just want to shout out Bianca. Um, Bianca, um, she is working on getting us our website. Actually, we do have a website. It's www.nwopod.com. It'll be up this week. So if you want to um, hit her up for some work, she does a lot of work with a lot of big time businesses and brands, websites, business cards, the whole nine, you name it. She's on Twitter at Miami Bianca, M-I-A-M-I-B-I-N-C-A, Miami Bianca. Let her know the niggas in the pen sent you. She's dope. B-I-N-C-A. That's Binka. B-I-A-N-C-A I'm sorry I didn't go to Esau But plus Plus is wearing off on me <laughs> Bingo <laughs> But did y'all niggas Like the transition though Yeah No no come on hey. Those are well done sir Well done <laughs> Spelling errors are minor <laughs> But to close out The last topic I just think You know It's important to talk to somebody 
Um, talk to your homeboy. Y'all niggas figure this shit out. It's 2019, man. Stop the bullshit, bro. Because this shit remind like, so I told y'all, like, my homeboys freaked me out about being, uh, about to have a kid. Yeah. There was a nigga, he's actually, like, a, a listener of this show, my nigga Ken. On Twitter, he's an alpha named Ken. This Shout nigga had a baby right after high school. And he finished his degree with the baby. And, like, I told him, nigga, I'm going to have a baby and I'm about to die. And he was like, my nigga, like, look at me. I'm doing this shit. Like, you're fine. You'll, right. you'll live. And, like, I needed a nigga to tell me that I was going to live. Yeah. You understand? I needed a nigga to tell me that you can have this kid and still accomplish shit. That's why with, um, when I had my, I was having my baby, it was three people that kind of, like, stood out. Um, Chris, Reggie, my brother Reggie, and my brother Chris, my twin brother Chris, <laughs> the vegan trap lord, and my barber Nick, who's like my father. Um, they all told me to relax. And at that moment, Reggie and Chris literally went from being like my little brothers to my big brothers. Because they were parents before. They were already parents. So they both literally said, nigga, I'm doing this shit. Chris said to me, nigga, I'm, I'm running a business. And I have a child. And then I hang out with you. Clearly, I'm and here. And I hang out with you. <laughs> I'm here. What the fuck are you talking about? And Reggie was like, Ricky. You know the hoes I slay. <laughs> and I'm a father. <laughs> <laughs> you know the hoes I slay. What games are you trying to play? <laughs> it, I honestly, um, I was listening to the Awkward DMs. And, uh, shout, out, shout, out shout out Awkward DMs. DMs and uh, Urban Sweet was on the podcast. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I heard her say some shit. She was like, Sometimes, like, fathers get frantic because mothers have this relationship with the baby. It's in them. So they grow with it for nine months. I heard that. That was dope. Meanwhile, you're some nigga on the outside. Uh, who just who never wanted the baby to begin with. Mm-hmm. That's it, what she said. All you know is that you have some responsibility coming. Right. So it's like, as a nigga on the outside who doesn't have an opportunity to even form a relationship yet, it's like the entire scenario is panicking. So when you have niggas helping you panic, like the whole situation is crazy until some experienced niggas tell you, my nigga, relax. Right. That's similar to like with the podcast. This podcast is our baby. So we stress over so much shit that people have no idea that we're stressing about. And niggas come here all the time. They listen. They watch or whatever. They have no idea. So if we stress about it, it's like, what the fuck? Like, let me get the fuck out of here. I got nothing to do with it. Meanwhile, we have to deal with it because this is our baby. So... Yeah, that's that's very very true, especially for a nigga who kind of don't want to have a baby with you. Mm. That's another topic for a whole other day. <laughs> Man, oh shit, got another hoodie order in. Time. <laughs> Let's go, it's lit. Hey, also, niggas, nigga navy, we have hoodies on sale. Finally, holla at us, man. DM us your order. DM us your size. We got gray hoodies, black hoodies, um, white hoodies. Um, we have NWO podcast hoodies, or it can say niggas with opinions, whichever you choose. Hit us up. Um, I put the H on it to emphasize it's nigga. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, man, we have the shirts and we have hoodies. Make sure you pull up um, to the live show with your um, shirt or your hoodie on and go to our Eventbrite. Get your NWO podcast live show uh, ticket. April 6th. April 6th at Nolan Bar and Grill. Check out that bundle deal. And we also have a VIP bundle deal. Nigga bundles. The nigga bundles come come with uh, VIP seating. You're in your own section. You're going to get bottles of the Ziami. 
You're going to get a shirt, and you're going to get some more goodies with that. So, please. Yeah, I heard a rumor that it was going to be Tiger Bone. Hey, oh, wait, first right. of all, don't it tell niggas they're getting a whole section. bottle of Ziami. Not a whole okay, bottle. Okay, because <laughs> you have to share relax. in the section. Yeah, relax, son of a yeah. bitch. Let me relax. Settle the fuck down. I'm just getting excited. Settle the fuck down. You will be able to drink. But um, the tickets are selling pretty fast. Thank God. And the VIP seating is limited. I believe we're doing 11 because we want y'all to be comfortable. Yeah. We so have, first come, first serve. We're already halfway done with the VIP, so. Ember. Make sure you get on that. Don't miss out. You don't want to not. And Plus has promised to give you guys a, uh, he's writing a sketch for a promo video for us to do. Mm. So be on the lookout for that. Because the selfish bastard likes to save that shit for his Plus Daddy page. That's not fair. Or Shade, shade, shade. That's not true at all. Him and his 17.6 thousand followers on Plus Daddy. What (laughs) the fuck? Man, so I'm going to be a star? (laughs) 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 Grandma. I'm going to see my name. Once plus daddy co-signs you, oh my gosh, the Asians come galore. Get the fuck out of here. (laughs) They come galore. Hey, you do the podcast with plus, right? Yes. (laughs) The show in Orlando, like three or four people spoke to me about the podcast, and it threw me off because like, I just don't expect little Haitian women to be listening to us. Oh, they do. Because we say terrible things. A lot of terrible things. But like, there were like, like it was four women, like 20, 19 to 22, um, in college. And they listen to our shit because they say, through the bullshit, we have gems. I'm shocked. I'll say this. Shout out to my nigga Dre. Happy birthday to my nigga Dre. Dre shows love. Me, me, Ben, Amos, uh, Maya, Chantal, uh, Reggie. We all went to Dre's boat party. Uh, Shout out to the nigga Navy. You nigga so rich. Nigga, you was invited. Nigga, you was in New York. You had to work. We was on a private island. Chris was there. I was DJing. He was DJing. Lit. My dog was on the ones and twos. Gangway. And the big girl that Plus was mm. dancing with in Haiti was there. I'm sorry. Bro. She says to me, hey, you that motherfucker. I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> and plus, she she has a big crush on you. Oh, like, yeah. we, we got to the bottom of the shit. Like, she has a real deal, like, real life crush on you. Like, she's crushing for you. She kept asking me. Where is plus daddy? Where is plus daddy? <laughs> <laughs> and I kept saying to her, plus daddy is not coming. He's not lying. He's not lying. Yeah, I'm not lying, bro. <laughs> Fucking well. I was like, Shamu, he's not coming. <laughs> I want to give her that work. She's going to give her the conglomerate in the business. <laughs> going to give her the corporate. <laughs> Speaking of giving women things. Um, at what point is it appropriate to give a woman the key to your place because I think like I don't mean to sound like an asshole here but giving somebody your key (laughs) is a privilege no that is a privilege it is a privilege okay I don't want to sound like a dick here yes but it is a privilege it's a fucking privilege so what makes somebody worthy of such a privilege at what point does that happen and what does that signify? Can I answer first Please, as a guy pop who off, lived on his own for 10 years, over 10 years? Speak on it. Do not. You do <laughs> not. And I repeat, fellas, turn your volume up. You do not give any woman, I don't give a fuck what she is, do not give her the keys to your place. Do not. Do if not. you do have it. not banned all your hoes. Oh, brother. Ben, give me a bomb. Oh, brother. (laughs) If you have not banned all of your broads, do not 
give her a place, a key to your place. And Message. even if you've banned, you need to allow a three-month cool wait. period. You have to wait. <laughs> because, listen, I'm, a, I'm, I'm talking to the fellas. Ladies, just listen and, and, and take notes. Fellas, you know you have those women that you have there regularly who feel like they're obligated to you in your place. So what happens with that? They have pop-ups. The bitch bought a cup and she just feels justified to be okay. there now. Okay. Mm-hmm. She brought your soap dispenser. There you go. And now she's here. No. She bought your, quote, uh, housewarming gift. Ugh, even though you've been living there for six years. The only thing you warned was this. Ben, how many housewarming gifts we had there? All, oh. Our whole place was set up on <laughs> housewarming. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, remember, remember this that shit damn, we had at the bar? That damn bar dispensary. Man, brought me so much grief. I remember so I walked into this house like, who decorated this shit? Because <laughs> <laughs> it was like... You know so much decor. I know what nigga houses look like, but they shit was too now. Like you niggas have hand towels. Nobody I know <laughs> right. got a fucking hand drying towel. What are you niggas doing here? <laughs> so no, I learned the hard way, Ben. Oh, so prime example. Um. Yeah. I already know he's gonna keep the music, so I'm just gonna wait. Yeah. Da, 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 oh, you know. Da, it's gonna Yes, no, no. it's not even a story. I just wanted to say something. He, yeah, he, but he you put your there. foot in the door, so now you got. I'm, go. I'm gonna wait for my dog. Yeah, I'm a good guy. I'm waiting for my son of a bitch. No, no, give me a preview. I want to start talking right now. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, this is back when me and Ben were much younger, doing our thing. So, me and Ben had these two chicks there, and you know, nice going, great, everything's going fine. We had a game night, and then me and Ben, we did our thing. So the next, so something happened to where Ben got rid of his chick, which came with the chick that I was there with. Mm -hmm. They're gone. Ten minutes later, I got a pop-up from a regular. Mm. And I said to myself, fuck me. (laughs) This would have been bad. All right. So this chick that I was dating at the time had keys to my place. She uh, walked in. She got. She had the keys to my place. I went to work. She came to my house. I had left my phone there. I was on my way back to the place Ooh. to get said phone. Ooh. The motherfucker went through the phone. Ooh. What the hell is going on between the sheets? <laughs> Man, it was bad. <laughs> it was really, really, really that bad. Sucks. Not only did she find the phone. How this is the kicker. Another chick was on the way to the crib. Because I had because I was planning on calling out of work to slay. <laughs> you got Man. caught with the pussy So again, I tell you my brothers, my bedroom my brethren, <laughs> do not give her the key unless you know for sure. <laughs> honestly, I'm on that same wave. Like, I don't want you to have a key to my place until we live together. Honestly, because right, because I never know what I might be doing. I don't want you to walking into no shit. Don't give her the key if them hoes ain't set free. Come on, <laughs> come on. <laughs> is that is that too long for a title? Because I like it's it. It's too long. <laughs> Damn. Don't give her the access if you're not getting assless. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, nigga! <laughs> <laughs> hey! Pull that one from, nigga. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> mm, mm. Hey, oh, shit. Oh, 
Now we talking. <laughs> but, oh. I mean, cause shit. But I've done it. I'm talking this shit. But I've done it a few times because I'm one of those lock myself out the house niggas. Mm. So it's like I would give like uh shit. My last apartment, my my last girlfriend, she had a fucking key to the place. Yep. Um. But you know what? It was a healthy deterrent in me not cheating. Because as somebody with somewhere to live, I'm not paying for a hotel. The fuck? That's stupid. And I'm not paying, and I'm not going to dare fucking my home if my long-term girlfriend has the key to this place. Yeah. And it's like, as somebody who you've been dating for two, three years, like, you just can't ask why are you here if y'all some serious, serious shit. Mm. She's here because she loves you. Duh. So... She had the key, and she went in cahoots with one of my side bitches. And they were were planning to catch me. So to show the side bitch that she was the the man, she's like, I got the key to this nigga place. Come on, let me show you. However, I had caught wind of their little scheme. (laughs) So I called Ben up. (laughs) I said, my friend, we're going to change the locks. You motherfuckers. Oh, shit. Remember? So he stayed home that day to get the new keys while the, we changed the locks. We changed the locks on that motherfucker. I called the owner because we were living in a condo well, from a private owner. Say, hey, listen, I'm changing the locks. I'm making a copy for you. <laughs> so those motherfuckers, they did their shit and no one had access inside. That's beautiful. Ah, beautiful. I outsmarted them. Beautiful. Mic drop, bitches. <laughs> Bang. <laughs> <laughs> because <laughs> what like giving somebody but the main the main didn't realize how loyal the side was to me because that's how you found out that's how i got win hey this is what's about to go down don't be mad at me but this bitch is crazy mm. <laughs> she's going too far i said oh so what you mean by she's crazy oh we about to pull up she like shit you ain't mm. hey oh ben that's also an important lesson like ladies you have to understand sometimes when you get into cahoots uh-huh. with a nigga side bitch she's still gonna come back here when she's done doing that fuckery with you mm-hmm. and you should look like a fool was it really worth it babe listen this is the, <laughs> listen while you're trying to see she's saying to you let's go in cahoots but the only reason she's going to be in cahoots with you is to show you that she has the upper hand. Mm-hmm. But little does she know the other one is going to show you, how, oh, oh, bitch, I ain't stupid. I'm going to fucking backhand you. And she's thinking that she can get some advantage with you yeah. by backstabbing her co-conspirator. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Not happening. Not At the end, the dick prevails. <laughs> <laughs> sweet, see, sweet dick don't lose. Dick, <laughs> dick prevails is a great title. And... I know we said we weren't going to put dick in any more titles. <laughs> dick prevails. Like, I vowed not to put dick or pussy in any more titles, but fuck. Pussy fails, but the dick prevails. <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> we got to stop using dick and pussy, dog. Pussy fails, but the dick prevails. Come on. Uh, That's we can't make it a title, we can't make it a title but shit, man. That's poetic. God. Damn it. But yeah, but that's what happens, man. That's why I say, like, I got my homeboys who are single right now, and they're in that limbo where they say, damn, you know, should I give this chick that I'm talking to a key? No. 
But if she's your dime, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, if she's your girl, go ahead. You know what I'm saying? Like, but I we, think I think oh. until she paying that fifty percent. <laughs> so I, I I joke with my all the time. I said, babe, when I when me and Ben had the frat house because we, we, we all refer to it as the frat. House, I said, you would have never had a key. She's like, oh, I would have had a key. And I know she's hearing this and listening with her face all scrunched up. No, nigga, you wouldn't have had no key. I'll deal with it when I get home. So <laughs> fuck. When, when I lived in the frat house, it's the tiger bone, man. <laughs> I gave someone my key. She listens. She knows who she is. <laughs> so I left something with her, and she used the key to return it to me, unbeknownst to me. I was in the bed. I was in bed with a walrus. Like I t- it was literally. <laughs> <laughs> I remember because. Wait a minute. <laughs> I went to club life. just going to slide that in. <laughs> you slide that. Nigga, you got to slide that in. Nigga. So I remember I went to club life and I picked her up from club. That's why it's, we know this was 2008. Right. I was at club, club life. life. Come on, nigga. That's a throwback. <laughs> I got her from club life. We went home, had a great time. She fell asleep and we spooned. The entire <laughs> I just remember me getting my ass kicked as I'm waking up like, what is going on? And she is spazzing. So while she's spazzing, OJ, my homeboy Jizzle, and two of my other niggas in the hallway die. They're just laughing. I'm in my boxers, semi-wood, confused. I don't know what's going on. It was the worst. And she wouldn't give me the key back. It was torture. I just want to let you know, if you have a homeboy named Jizzle, nothing good comes out of that situation. <laughs> so, Jizzle's his new name. We called him OJ all of his life. Do you know why his name is OJ? Because he beats white bitches? Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> That's so, not funny. But yeah. <laughs> when he was a child, during the OJ trial, he fought a white girl at school. And wow. since and He's O'Neal Jr., so it fits. But he's been OJ since he beat that white bitch. And you know what? Yes, I yeah. fuck with him because he's so supportive of this podcast. <laughs> and it only makes sense. Since he, <laughs> he beat that little white woman in fucking, what is it, Horseman, or whatever fucking school he went to. That's funny as fuck. Well, well no it's junior. not funny, but yeah. That Damn, that's crazy. So, you, what about you, Ben? I live with you, so I'll let you. What do you feel about the whole key shit? Did you do keys? I don't remember, Ben. I don't uh, no, not unless it was... Uh like an established relationship where it's exclusive. Um, I'm going to be real with you. I don't ever remember you giving a girl a key to our place. I don't no, remember. No, it, it's never happened. Okay. Because I, you already know I'm, I'm, a, I'm a very private person. Yeah. I, it takes a very special and very like standalone person in my life to receive that type of uh, privilege. <laughs> nah, so, nah. <laughs> I, 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 don't, I just don't naturally trust people that much. If I don't already know you, right? My niggas, give your spare key to your mom, fam. She's not gonna betray you. Pretty much, she's not gonna betray you. She may, she may pop up with ligging, but other than that, like oh. just <laughs> every Sunday, pull up. <laughs> My mother would pull up and try to get me to go to church where I was high as fuck. You ever been in church high? No. Oh, so I would wake up Saturday morning, be high as fuck. All of a sudden. It's my mom. Okay, so I'm doing the church. I don't know what you're doing. It's like, it was when I just moved out of her house. And she was still trying to force church on me. So I'd be blitzed. I'd get my shit together. And I would be in church blitzed out of my mind. Not because I tried to go to church high. Because I was high. And she forced church on me. 
Do you know how scary the word of God is when you hide? Oh, I can imagine. Do you know what revelation sounds like when you hide? Like, yes. when he says, you are going to hell, you can see it, buddy. That's crazy. Because I know misbehaving in church and then having to sit next to your mom and listening to them Haitians, I was like, oh, shit, I'm going to hell. Being high, trying to give $5 instead you give $20 for offering is frustrating as fuck. Doesn't Can't help. You're still going to hell. Okay, at this point, we have reached the this or that section of our program, gentlemen. <laughs> program. <laughs> <laughs> you hate when I call it a program. I really do, though. We're a bunch of niggers talking. I know. <laughs> We're definitely a program. <laughs> certainly a program, I think. Hey. He's just sipping wine and looking at me. <laughs> <laughs> like fucking Mr. Burns over here. What the fuck are you doing? Excellent. Nigga just ch- chilling and producing, nigga. <laughs> Chris, Super Mario or Sonic? Ooh. Yeah, you, you kind of take it back to our Nintendo Sega conversation. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And I went Sega, so I gotta say Sonic. Sonic yeah. So Sonic's the be- so Sonic's the better game to you. To me, Sonic is a better overall character. Game necessarily. I think they kind of lost it when they started going 3D and it kind of turned into, um, what's the little game you play on your phone with the guy in the camera? Oh, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it kind of turned into some shit like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like the original Sonic on the original Sega, that shit was fire. I never beat that shit, but I beat Super <laughs> Mario. Mm. Everybody beat Super Mario. Yeah. How many people beat Sonic? That's okay. I know few people. <laughs> yeah? Few people. Ben. Sonic or Mario? I have to say Sonic. What the fuck is that? Only because like he was the like he has substance to his story. And and plus on top of that, Jalil White was his voice on the cartoon. So I'm holding that into uh consideration. Black I don't know if that helps. I don't know. <laughs> Black I don't know fucking Urkel helps your case. <laughs> <laughs> and um on top of that, I think I, I, I like the soundtrack better. No. They only had that one though. Oh, boom, 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 boom. They just slapped. Don't you fucking try Mario soundtrack? What Sonic story? Y'all keep saying he got a story. I don't know fucking Sonic story. What is the story? What is the story? Because I know Mario was like saving hoes. I know that. He's a hedgehog defending his family, man. What the fuck is a hedgehog? He was out here freeing bunnies and shit at the end of every. Yeah. His friends. <clears throat> he f- befriended a lot of bunny rats. Nigga, Mario was taking down castles, nigga. Dinosaurs and shit. Fucking he was dinosaurs. chasing one nigga. Killing bro. turtle. Nigga. Fucking he turtles, promoted man. drug use, okay? He <laughs> ate shrooms. <laughs> he ate shrooms and became big and bad. He ate shrooms, and speed, flowers. And he had <laughs> his fucking brother Luigi and shit. He had fucking Yoshi. Luigi nigga. was so ride or die because that wasn't even your bitch. You were just doing all this for, yeah, your, for brother. your brother. 
for your dog. For your for your short fat brother. <laughs> Luigi's Ben. Who Sonic had fucking tails? Oh no, he had what's the nigga? Knuckles. Tails. Knuckles. 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 Knuckles like a like an arch nemesis, but yeah. you know he. Man, Yoshi was a He's bad like a motherfucker. Vegeta. Yoshi could eat some pussy. You see that fucking tongue? <laughs> 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 I hate when <laughs> stupid ass ran off. Hey, Once you got hit, he would run off. That's so real quick. Furious. Since y'all love Mario so much, which was the litest Yoshi? Hmm. The blue Yoshi, the purple one. What uh, purple one? What, the one that would fly? Fly? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. I call him blue. That's nice. Purple. Yeah. Him. That nigga helped me with so many things. Because your TV was old as fuck. My TV, my TV was old as shit. Fat back ass TV. Fat back. If you saw Blue Mario, yo, Blue Yoshi, your TV. My TV looked like Plus's last bitch. Son of a bitch. Antennas and everything. All right, Ricky, which one? Mario, nigga. Fuck yeah, Sonic. I'm Mario too. What fuck the fuck? Fuck Sonic. <laughs> fuck that motherfucker, man. I don't give a fuck about him being fast. Fuck that nigga. <laughs> I get my fucking cape and spin on his ass. Fuck that nigga. Get the fuck out of here. The fireballs? You're fireballs. Nigga, fuck you. Get out of here, nigga. I come at you at 100,000 That nigga Mario could swim. He could fly. Fuck Sonic, man. I'll turn you back into a midget. If a monster touched me, I still got my rings. Okay, nigga slap Sonic, he give away all the money, he give away all the coins. That's it. Bring Take it all, cuz you can have it. Take nigga, it all. If, if, if a monster hits me, I lose my cape, I'm still big. If a monster hits me again, I go being small. Then if I'm small, I just jump on Yoshi. I Fuck still got my cash. And I stick and I stick on my money. I'm not giving these fun niggas my the money. Coins stay. Sonic? You can have all the cash dog, my bad bitch dog. I mean, you know, when you're moving fast. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Blow money, money fast, fast when you're moving fast. <laughs> you feel me? Sonic. Hey, Sonic don't want no smoke. He's gonna give away the coins <laughs> all day, every time. No, he pays up every crazy. time. He takes the L and pays you. <laughs> <laughs> Richard, batter white woman, Topanga or Kelly Kapowski? Dung dung. Okay. Um, <laughs> you were gonna move forward. I was, no, I was not gonna bitch. say a word. That's until my dog started producing. Um, I'm gonna go with Topanga. That's where I'm going. I'm sorry. I'm it's going Topanga. 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 Oh, like I saw guys discuss this. I'm like, Kelly wasn't even the baddest woman on oh, that, that show. show. No, no, she wasn't. Not even. To me, she was third. Third. She was <laughs> the baddest me. white woman on the show. Because Jessica Jesse, Spano, Jesse, yeah. Jesse was Spano was number one. And Locke Voorhees. And Locke, and Lisa, yeah. for me, Lisa Turtle was number one. Then yeah. Jesse, and then, and then, um, what's her name? What's her name? Kelly? Kelly. Kelly. I'm, I'm definitely gonna go Jessica first. Jessica had them legs. And some might say, um, uh, Mario Lopez was third baddest bitch on the show. <laughs> nice. I mean, that's just yeah. your, pre- if it's your preference, <laughs> I don't know. AC <laughs> <laughs> Slater was a bad bitch. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> All that fucking gel on his hair. (laughs) Them curls were elite. (laughs) That is funny as fuck. I see Maya do that hairdo. (laughs) (laughs) They have the same hair. It's funny as fuck. Ben, who's the better white woman? Although you said Topanga. Topanga. Chris, Topanga? Got two, man. 
Topanga gave me she a little bit. She was everybody's dream, bro. Yeah, yeah she man. gave me a little bit of the illusion that she was carrying a little bit more weight than Kelly. And then she had some nigga features. Yeah, she had yeah. some nigga features. Big lips. lips. Yeah. yeah. She was a pure girl next yeah. door. Next door. And Kelly was And she loved the, the hell out of Ben Savage fucking weird ass. <laughs> ben Savage. Did you guys ever watch the 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 um the second version of that shit, whatever it was? Uh, where they were the Girl parents? Meets World? Yeah. Girl Meets World, yeah. Anybody watch it? Trash. I watched it. I didn't I didn't even bother. I didn't want it. I didn't want it to ruin the boys' the, the perception of yeah. what you have, right? Yeah, yeah. Ain't shit without Mr. Feeny, cause none. Mr. Feeny was a goat. Ain't none. <laughs> ben, would you rather freeze to death, burn to death, or drown? This is a terrible question. I know. Horrible. I know. <laughs> fucking horrible. Me and Ricky came up with it. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> we did. <laughs> Damn, uh, burning to hell. Well, burn, burn into death. Yeah, burn into death. Kind of farther, but <laughs> no, it would remind me of hell, like or what I perceive hell to I be. Think I think burn has like to be that. the worst. I'd I put wouldn't that die, out I wouldn't of there. want to die like that. Yeah, no, that's not. Um, I wouldn't want to drown either. Yeah, but burning oh, but alive, ugh. freezing to death. It that, takes that, a while. That takes a drown. while. Yeah, yeah. Nah, freezing. I would say freezing is a little bit less painful. Cause you just go to sleep. Like but for me, drowning takes a while. Drowning and just the lack of control, like they're not being a floor, and me just flailing and not being able to breathe. The loss of control freaks me out. Yeah, I can't. I, yeah. I, I wouldn't want to do that. I have but to freeze to death. It'd be freezing for me. What if I threw in falling off of a very high building? No, hey, you you have a front row seat to your uh, death, like yeah. you're watching it, <laughs> just waiting for the impact. Don't they wow. say you die before you hit the ground? Thank God. Thank the Lord. It, I don't. I don't think. So. I mean, yes, they say you have a heart attack or some shit, but I don't know. Like, what if you don't have a heart? Do attack? Do you guys pick freezing to death over gunshot? Yes. No, I'll take the gunshot. Where I want instant death. Head, just kill me. Bang. Oh, but I you don't gotta death. die. You can that's take a, the bullet in the head and that's live. That's a special. No, I'm saying, but if it's a death, if it's death, because you're gonna freeze to death, so it has to be death. The it's end guaranteed. There's no guarantee with a gunshot. You can survive. No, I'm saying if the question is which like, death do you prefer. Like if it's a guaranteed death yeah. from the bullet. I would prefer the bullet because it's instant. There's no suffering. Just Getting like, eaten by something is definitely awful. Right? Like if a bear that's eats oh you to God. death. That's Oh, that's a, a lion that's eating you. To death. That's horrible. It's the worst way to go, right? Oh, that's it's worse than all those things. I still somebody, think fire's the worst. What about suffocating? That's a horrible. It's the same as drowning. It takes a while. Yeah, it takes a while. It's painful. It's, if I'm in a chair, it's better than drowning. If you choke me out, but my feet are on the, the ground, I just don't like <laughs> <laughs> this shit of just doing all this yeah, shit, yeah, yeah. Really <laughs> not having the ground, and not being able to breathe. Imagining you like that is funny, though. <laughs> <laughs> ooh, ooh, no, brother. So brother, choking you to death is on the ground. If you in a chair and choke me to death, and all right, I'll be with you and I. That's super weird, <laughs> I want somebody like the big show to choke you to death. That should be funny to fuck that fuck. shit. Feet That's off the ground, weird. screaming. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Fuck. No, definitely freezing is by, by far the better better option here. Although I've never froze, so. I mean, look, shit, Gucci froze to death a lot, and he's still here. You in New York a lot. What's it like to freeze? Oh, that, it hurts. <laughs> like, after a while, like, when, the, when it hit, like, it hit seven one day, and, like, I got these leather gloves that typically are titanium, but they just don't work. 
it, it gets to your bones and it hurt and there's no solace and with the wind mm. oh my it's like it's god cut it just it hurts <laughs> like that sleepy shit sounds adorable but you forget that it hurts yeah. and it's a long kind of hurt I can't do this shit, and it's like man. there's nowhere to go for comfort it just hurts like wanting to wanting to live in that shit to me screams that I hate myself. Okay, freezing is definitely the longest process. Right. I don't think so. Has to be to, it has fr- to actually be. freeze a human body. Burning to death. But you die way. You before burn. You'll burn to a crisp faster than you'll. Fucking but what freeze. I'm saying is, you die way before you actually like your body's actually frozen. You die way before that. But is, I always thought freezing would keep you alive more, no? Like you niggas ever uh, hear about cryogenics? I know they have a way they can trim <laughs> fat off you with that shit. I know it helps with your joints and shit. No, cryogenics is, cryo. is the fucking, um, is the thought of like you being able to free somebody temporarily until like they find cure for diseases and all that shit. Like, yeah. Like, like, like being, like, you know the shit you see on like, Marvel cartoons where you freeze right. Captain America for and years. it comes to the yeah. sky. What the that fuck? Shit. Like, do you guys believe that shit could be real? You believe, you believe it's a thing? To be honest with you, I don't put nothing past any of this shit anymore, bro. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what the government is capable of these days. They're bringing people back to life. I mean, they've been doing that for a long time. Austin Look Powers. At- Remember that was his fucking story. They froze him. Yeah. And yeah. That might be uh, what's to explain Morgan Freeman. Why <laughs> is he still here? And and and. What's the same? And, and speaking of that, uh, freaking um, the the Grammys the other night, seeing Smokey Robinson's sing, sing up there with J Lo, that freaked me the fuck out. No, like he sleeps in the freezer. I'm how is he still here? He, he outlasted everybody he at Motown. Everybody. everybody. How? Everybody. <laughs> what did he do? He absorbed them. <laughs> <laughs> He's taking place in cryogenics. No, he sleeps in the freezer. I'm certain of it. He, he sleeps in, in the hyperbaric chamber. Hyperbaric. <laughs> we have now reached to the Ask a Real Nigga section of our program. Hey. Our program. Program. Ask a Real Nigga. That nigga's amazing, bro. Because he was so distraught and disheveled, he really didn't understand why he couldn't say it. They use it for everything. I mean, I said it with the A H to signify nigga. He lend a nigga a pencil. Okay. This question comes from underscore red underscore nation 96 on the gram. What is up? Um, have we all seen that tape from a long time? Well, not a long time ago. Maybe like a few weeks ago. 
of uh, the girl Jasmine Elin, the girl who got raped in the club on live. Mm. I heard about it, but I didn't actually I, watch. I tried the, to watch it, but okay. you know, yeah, phone yeah. So her question is: Since the live raping of Jasmine Elin that took place on okay January nineteenth, do you think that the club scene will be forever changed due to the rape culture that has been exposed? So the question is: Do you think watching a woman be raped on live? Do you think that'll change anything about the club culture? I don't think so, only because it's this has been going on for years, and there's gonna it, it, the 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 crowd that goes to these clubs it recycles. It's gonna be a new group of twenty one year olds. And I mean, how long have we known about roofies? Like roofies, like we've yeah, known they exist. That's what I'm saying. Because so. in her drink, like on the live, there there was a pill in it. Like we saw it dissolve. And it's unfortunate what happened to her. It's sick. Uh, I'm, you know, it makes me sick to my fucking stomach. But Sally, that's not going to change a fucking thing. People still going to party. People still going to go to the club. You know what I'm saying? And it just won't change anything. Sadly. Anybody have any opposing opinions to this? I mean, <laughs> I don't think. Fuck that you, man. What are you doing to me? <laughs> what did I miss, though? <laughs> I made a face. I'm sorry. I don't think it happens like that frequent to say that it's going to change the club culture. You know what I'm saying? But I think, if anything, it should make women aware. Like, you got to be a cocky son of a bitch to rape somebody. Friends got to be aware of you. You know what I'm saying? On Facebook Live. I told Maya all the time, I was like, listen, when you go out, even me, I've adopted the Benson concept of when I go out. Ben has this thing of when we go out and he has a drink, all night he has his cup in his hand and he's like this. Yeah. And he's a man. That's a fact. What's like this, bitch? Explain what you're doing. Yeah, you I, I got cussed out because of the episode where we were laughing at what Ty did. And no one knows what <laughs> it is. Nobody knows. We have to start explaining. Like this means hand over the cup. Hand over, right hand over the cup, left hand over the right hand. So the cup is covered completely when he's not drinking. Yeah. I've completely adopted that because you don't know who the fuck are in these establishments. And niggas are sick. Niggas are sick. So I told Maya, I said, listen, when you're out, make sure you are aware of what the fuck's happening. Yeah. Like me, I'm a very observant person. You know what I'm saying? I like to look around what the fuck is going on. Like I look at, I'm a people watcher. So I'm, I'm looking at what the fuck's happening, what's going on. And on top of that, I adopted the Ben, the Ben uh, cover up, I like to call it. And I told her, like, cover your fucking cups, man. Yeah. If you're out drinking, baby, just cover your fucking cup because napkin you are a woman, um, you're an attractive woman, and people are fucking sick. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So just, you know, women, men, it don't matter what the fuck you are. You know what I'm saying? Like, And it might not even be somebody, like, say, necessarily purposely drugging you, but it literally could be that person just be on drugs. Yeah, for and sure. they trying to get you down with what they down They trying to get with. you as high as they are. And that ain't a party you want to be involved nah. in. Nah. Mm-hmm. I, I definitely suggest for any woman who decides to go out and have a girls' night, use the buddy system. Make sure your homegirls, you know, are looking out for you. Like, make sure if you happen to turn away from your cup, Make sure you got you got people around you, you know, that's willing to look out for you as well. Exactly. And be your another set of eyes. Right. Correct. You have your head on the swivel. Yeah. Yeah, man. 
That shit's crazy. It sucks that it has to be like that. Yeah. Yep. Hey, I guess what you guys to know that I just took the time to Google cryogenics, and I was wrong. <laughs> Not shocking. <laughs> okay, it's totally that shit that you guys said that it was. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> because I could have sworn I saw Dwayne Wade going to a cryogenic. And, uh, uh, and he's retiring. Because so. I was like, just in case I get eaten live on Twitter, let me Google. Before the episode's finished. And, and to be fair, you, you're wrong all the fucking time. <laughs> Fuck, I mean, it's nothing new, bitch. Not niggas with facts. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Okay, our very next Ask a Real Nigga question. Uh, this one comes from underscore forget me not underscore. Hey, bae. <laughs> NWO model. What's up? Yeah. <laughs> uh, ask a Real Nigga. As a man, why ask for my fucking number if you're not going to actually call? Ooh. Um, I'm going to ask for your number because I don't want to call or talk to you on the phone. I just want to text you. This is a sport. I'm just trying to figure out. Niggas <laughs> say it's a sport. Yeah. Just want to text, see if I can beat. If I can't, peace. No, but like this is a nigga who never actually even hits up. Is what it sounds like. Yeah, but that's like why just a sport? So you just oh, well, collecting numbers. But you also, I was telling my too. There's been those times. Ben, remember we used to go out and get numbers to see who get the most numbers. Niggas do that shit. All yeah, the time, right? that's never gonna end. Like oh, yeah, because if you get seven numbers in one night, I'm texting three. Like I'm not gonna <laughs> if that. I'm not texting seven people. If we're going out and we're and, and like you're. 20, 21 years old, and we're having this, this like you said, sport, this competition amongst friends. Like, Chris, I bet I get 10 tonight. I bet you don't. And I get nine. I'm getting, I'm going for the worst bitches in the club. I don't want them. What am I going to text you for? I'm not texting you. So, niggas, are, oh, well, I can't think of any other reason somebody would do some shit like that. Just to show plus that I got the nine. Yeah. Here they are. They're real. I can do it. I can do it. But I'm never going to hit you up. Now it says nothing against you though. If you're going around the world for this woman's number, and then you never call, I don't, you're a fucking weirdo. That's fucking weird. weird. You're a fucking weirdo. That's weird. Like if you constantly harass her for some shit, and then you just like never call, never hit her up, then that's fucking weird. You're a fucking weirdo. You're a fucking weirdo. Yeah. You're a Aside fucking from weirdo. that, yeah, I don't, I don't see why that, why any nigga would do that, go through all that table. I mean, go table. I said, go through all that trouble. <laughs> I'm looking at the table. Go through all that trouble just to not hit her up. But like, yeah. But for if for that particular reason, that's why a nigga want to hit you. Other than that, niggas. A lot of niggas, man. If they just trying to smash, they're not gonna call you. They're just gonna keep it text. Yeah. Nothing to talk about. <laughs> Nothing to talk about. <laughs> I mean, sad to say, but there there really isn't. That's yeah. fucking awful. Um, you know? I mean, just keeping it real. That's why women tune in here to hear what men are thinking about. This is what men think. It's a cold word. When when you if you have to ask yourself why doesn't he call me, it's because he doesn't want to talk to you. He just wants to beat. <laughs> <laughs> That's it, man. So stop you, beating you, around you, the bushes, man. You think you got her already? Like you know what? She's not gonna let me fuck soon. I shouldn't even call. I'm not gonna fuck. Yeah, How many times it? have you done that, nigga? But I can peep somebody who's not gonna fuck me. I don't even bother getting the number. If I don't, if that's if, the thing. If we talk, that's the thing. And I feel like there's no chance of me actually like doing this. There's no point in yeah, even. Yeah, no, I'm not gonna. Why, why, why even? I'm not gonna waste your time. Yeah, yeah. That's stupid. 
That's stupid. So, so Not only that, you're also giving yourself the opportunity for a no. Like, no one wants an unnecessary no. <laughs> so I can just give you jokes in the text yeah. message? No, thanks. Yeah. no thanks. I'm not going to be the fucking topic of your group chat. <laughs> I just fucking don't plus daddy know that fucking bald oh, creep. <laughs> My biggest fear is being somebody's victim in a group chat. Right? So he could talk about me on his fucking little podcast. <laughs> little, you bitch. <laughs> okay, so... This next ask a real nigga question actually comes from our white uh, white bitch slapping friend OJ. <laughs> uh, it was a conversation that we were having, and <laughs> he says, "Remember, I told y'all KD was going to New York. He want to be LeBron so bad. KD's scared that they're not gonna that they're gonna do him the way they do Kobe. Everybody respects Kobe. He's great. He's the man. But niggas don't talk about him anymore. Niggas will always." Talk about old uh, MJ. Niggas always talk about LeBron, but like when KD walks, he won't be mentioned again. Mm. And now that we're kind of like looking at Kobe's career with uh, in hindsight, like now that we can look at it, like is it true that niggas aren't talking about Kobe the way they were when he in the game when he was in the game? And is it true that like unless KD does some significant shit, he's going to be lost in history? Are both those things true? I mean, personally, I don't even, I don't really think, like, if you got LeBron James playing for the Lakers right now, that shit is, like, social media viral content every day. Like, LeBron does anything, it's going viral immediately. You know what I'm saying? So, I think just that media circus alone overshadows a lot of what would be talked about as far as Kobe's concerned. And the fact that he doesn't really, like, stick very close to the Lakers. <laughs> what the fuck is that? Why is that? I don't know. I mean, they have a great relationship, I'm sure. He goes to the games from time to time, but I couldn't really tell you why. Like, he's not as involved, you know what I'm saying? Ben, why the fuck don't you think niggas are talking about Kobe the way they should be at this point? Because he's a great, No. He is a goat. He is a great, and and he is like, as far as I'm concerned, he's one of the faces on basketball, uh, Mount Rushmore. But um, I don't think people really have too high of a regard for Kobe because we've already seen this. We've seen this in MJ. Kobe is basically a carbon copy of Michael Jordan, so that doesn't really appeal to the young crowd because I mean, he was never really. setting a trend or, or blazing a trail, but, so nah, to speak. Man, the man has legendary workouts, bro. He has legendary a, workouts. There's like a Kobe myth, mythology and lore within the NBA as far as his workout, you know what I'm saying, and how hard he went. I think that's something that should be talked about, but I don't, like I say, it's not really the focus in the NBA how hard these players are working to play as good as they are. You know what I'm saying? If the focus changed to that and you kind of got insight on how hard Steph Curry works on that jump shot, you could then kind of see where Kobe's influence comes into play. Because a lot of these players drive to be great and even understanding what the drive takes, you know what I'm saying, like what it is. 
all of that, a lot of that shit come from how Kobe dealt with the game, bro. Yeah, but like niggas don't talk about Kobe. Like niggas still speak about Magic in everyday like ESPN conversation. That's because he's currently playing chess with the Lakers, my nigga. So you think all social media like? What well, Kobe we, was current and what we talking about. So then your thing is because he's not directly involved with the NBA. Imagine Kobe during the Instagram era. I mean, but he out, he out here posting father daughter pictures. His highlights online would be insane. Like right now, you got to go find clips and like you know what I'm saying full highlight videos. But imagine if we was getting brand new Kobe dunks on our phones like every night. It's a different type of like. Content, but you know all the other old niggas don't have that advantage either, and they still in everyday conversation. Because they're considered untouchable. Why isn't Kobe? Because he's not that far gone yet. Like a lot of niggas are so far gone that to try to talk about their legacy is like disrespectful. I think niggas view LeBron as untouchable. And he's he's still the, playing. He's not in the NBA Hall of Fame yet, neither. Because LeBron, like Lakers view LeBron as untouchable, and he's not either of those. He's very current. I think who Kobe. views LeBron as a, bro? They criticize him every day. I think I think I think Le, I think Kobe's viewed as untouchable because when people he's viewed as untouchable by Laker fans, I, but everybody else likes to compare LeBron. Well, for me, I, I I say that as me, I'm a diehard Kobe fan. Yes. But everybody knows my favorite player of all time is Dwayne Wade. And what everybody always says about Dwayne Wade is that he is the third best shooting guard of all time behind Kobe and Mike. You know what I'm saying? So his entire career, well, when he became Dwayne Wade, that's all I've ever heard. So, And I've watched Kobe's career. Kobe is one of the most polarizing players of all time. Kobe played with Shaq, behind Shaq. You know what I'm saying? He um, was a slam dunk champion. He's done things LeBron's never done. The pure basketball fan... When you know they know about Kobe's accomplishments and they have him up there with LeBron. Yeah. For me, I don't think. For me, LeBron. Yeah, he's. You know, what I'm saying like he's LeBron, but at the end of the day, he's chasing Kobe. Yeah, of course. Get the fuck out of here. LeBron isn't chasing Kobe. I mean, Kobe. he's not he's like actually actually chasing Kobe, but his accomplishments saying, are behind Kobe. Kobe. Right. You Man. know what I'm saying? So he, in in that sense, he's chasing Kobe. Like he's trying to attain things that Kobe has already attained. And to be honest with you, a lot of Kobe's prime, Kobe was sharing the basketball, where LeBron really never had to. He never really had to. Unless he wanted to. Wade conceded he to LeBron. Wanted to. So, I've not been watching that sport. Um, how's he doing over there? Who, LeBron? Yeah. He's doing amazing. He's LeBron. I mean, he's doing well. He could put LeBron in fucking Charlotte and he's balling. I heard he's been doing chess that. moves and shit. What's been going on? Put your brakes on. I mean, that. you're a Lakers fan. Amazing. I mean, you're, you're, I watch every game, bro. I got NBA TV this season. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to be super. Well, he's been hurt involved. since Christmas, but nah, you're, yeah. you're a Lakers fan, no, so no. I mean, you're expecting. So he's doing the, the jersey well? Yeah. He's not, do, he's not doing bad, but it's like he's not Kobe. And in certain situations, you just, you just feel. One of Kobe. Yeah, it's like I can't say we down by six and it's seven minutes left. Like with Kobe on the floor, you know you got that chance to come back, bro. I can't say I can't say a man that's thirty four years old right now that's averaging twenty six point seven, eight point six rebounds, seven point four rebounds is having a bad season. There's something to be said about his age for sure, but what I'm saying is like if he's gonna be considered the greatest player of all time, right? Then you can't bring age into the conversation. I know. Me personally, me personally, basketball, I'm taking Kobe over LeBron. That's just me. 
I am taking Kobe over LeBron because to me, there's something to be said about that killer instinct that Kobe had that I don't think LeBron necessarily has. Yeah, LeBron, he he's going to attack the rim. You know what I'm saying? He's going to make other players around him better. Kobe is a fucking killer. Yeah. We, you know what I'm saying? And there's not many players that have that. So I, I still think Kobe's respected. I still think Kobe's revered as one of the greatest of all time. ESPN, they all still suck his dick. Facts. I don't know, man. Shit just feel cold, bro. Don't feel the like same. Like I said, when he gets into the Basketball Hall of Fame, the conversation will pick up. Yep. They miss him now. <laughs> so much so, the NBA made it so much so that the NBA made LeBron come to L.A. And, like, when the fuck is he going to get a statue? <laughs> so How long will that take? I think it'll be soon. NBA Hall of Fame, man. Does Shaq deserve a statue? Does he have one in L.A.? Uh, I think so. I think I think he does. After his after he got inducted to the Hall of Fame, he got his. I but believe that's what so. I'm is that right that Shaq gets a statue there before Kobe? Well, is Kobe was still playing. It comes first, bro. It comes first? Yeah. yeah. You, you, you get, get immortalized statue, after the Hall of Fame. It's like when Jordan, you know, well, you yeah. know Jordan got his The first before, time you get immortalized. Yeah, he was still playing when he got his shit, no? I think after he retired from the Bulls, the, the second time was when he got his. I want to say. I don't, don't quote me on that. I don't know how it works. Yeah. Who the fuck? As long as Dwayne Wade gets his in Miami, I don't give a fuck. No, he has to. He definitely has. He to. needs a statue here. He needs a few statues. I'm Does Zoe have one? I don't know, but I'm getting a Michael Jackson statue at my house. What the fuck is the matter with you, bro? What the fuck is the matter with you? Dude, you know, <laughs> <laughs> he's so serious. I'm gonna make it my business to watch that documentary so I can come with new facts. <laughs> oh, I can't wait. Leaving Neverland. I can't fucking wait. New angles on how he raped little boys. <laughs> I can't New wait. New information. I can't wait to that like one. I can't wait to that one sided shit comes out. Those fucking two little cocksuckers. Hey. I'm waiting for those little bitches. They sucked his cock, of course. No, they didn't suck shit. They sucked his glittery cock. No, hey, fuck man, that. They didn't suck shit. Listen. Because this shit came out as soon as Plus moved to New York. I feel like he had something to do with He probably did have something to do with that <laughs> shit. Because his life's mission is to fucking make my life hell. But let me tell you something. You know what I'm saying? Michael Jackson, he has fucking rhinoceros skin when he was alive. You know what I'm saying? None of that shit fucking fazed him. He still was fucking breaking records. He was still performing. He was still the best artist in the fucking world. Despite all of this shit these motherfuckers tried to do to him. They fucking brought him up. And they tried to bring him down. The minute he fucking bought the Beatles catalog. You see? This shit is all a fucking conspiracy to tear the black man down. That's all it, that's all it is. Okay? He broke the fucking records. He was all right? And all of a sudden, he became a fucking monster. So fuck all of those motherfuckers. Rick. Fuck them. These fucking two guys Rick. are on fucking record Rick. saying Michael Jackson is a saint. He's the best. He never touched me. Now all of a fucking sudden, your career is going to shit. All right? And now you have a fucking documentary coming out. So tell me that no, that's not a fucking conspiracy. Ricky. So fuck that shit. I just want you to understand. Fuck it. That both these things can be true. What's that? He, he can be an amazing artist, and he can de- enjoy the company of children. Both those things can be true. And, and, and I'm agreeing with you. He's an amazing <laughs> artist, and he and he loves the company of children. But he's not a fucking sexual predator. That shit is fucking bullshit. I don't know other adult men who enjoy the company of children, but pedophiles. Do you know an adult man who has been robbed of his childhood? All of us, Rick. <laughs> all of us. Do you hang out with? Do you sleep with recreational kids? You were looking for nigga. Nigga here now. Do you spoon random kids? No, you're a clown. Okay, all right. You're all a right. Clown. Okay, all of us had no childhood. 
<laughs> I learned there was no Santa at five. <laughs> All right, none of us had childhood. I mean, that I had to dance. Okay, but what the fuck? You had to be a, a fucking child star at the age of five, bro. That's crazy. Okay, bro. he had Joe Jackson and I have a father. Fuck Mike. <laughs> okay, fuck Mike. There's no excuse. No, nigga, fuck you. <laughs> You've seen my childhood. Yes, I have, and it was fucking horrible. And I and I and I feel horrible. That song was trash. Michael's the fucking man. It's therapeutic for motherfuckers that didn't have a fucking childhood. I cried for okay, him at night okay. when he had to go through that shit. Okay, Ben, let's talk about some shit here. Right? Why are you gay? <laughs> you are gay. Because people always go to this Mike didn't have a childhood shit. He did like, it. Like Mike didn't have seven fucking siblings. What yeah. the? What the what, <laughs> oh, because those motherfuckers are normal. None of them. Jermaine fucking Jermaine took Randy's wife and impregnated her. How many of them are accused of pedophilia? None of them He's are the Michael only... Joseph Jackson. None of them bought the Beatles catalog. You fuck. I don't know, bro. The Beatles catalog is that. Why? Name? Okay, so how come all of the black popular artists that broke records are how come all of them are fucking accused of some shit because James Brown is a fucking monster Whitney Houston's a fucking this Michael Jackson's fucking this everybody that accomplished some shit that broke fucking barriers hey. for people are fucking monsters why is that but you, you know what's funny about what you just said all the other people that you accused actually are what you say they are and you threw Mike in that conversation. Except Michael careful. Jackson. He didn't fucking touch no fucking kids. Christopher, thank you, brother. You guys thank are you, foolish. Brother. Don't let this motherfucker thank infiltrate you. your good brain. Thank you, brother. I'm converting niggas, bro. Convert these I'm fucking nuts. Right, listen. Fuck you. Listen up, my motherfucking city. Three on five, motherfuckers. Fucking deviant, <laughs> three or five motherfuckers. <laughs> I'm never gonna let this go. Like Mike fucks kids, and I accept him for who he is. I accept that's what he does. I'm Mike, still gonna jam to Billy Jean has, when it comes on. Michael has never fucked a kid. I'm gonna go on record saying Michael has never fucked Wait, a kid. Has Michael raped any black children? He's never fucked any children. Bitch. I believe his record is just white children. So why do you? Okay, I let me really ask you a question. Why do you? Okay, so why do you believe that shit? Because some fucking weirdo off the fucking street who's been on record for fucking twenty years in court, the motherfucker testified, said Michael never fucking touched me. Now all of a sudden you get presented a fucking bag. He touched you ten years after his fucking death. That's fucking crazy. Here's what's funny about you. The mo- one of the motherfuckers who fucking accused him, he's, he, he offed himself. He killed himself. He couldn't live with the fact that he fucking ruined this man's fucking life. Or maybe rape is traumatizing. Oh, fuck <laughs> out of here, man. Maybe it hurts to be raped. Oh, because maybe it hurts to suck a glittery dick. Maybe. <laughs> That's uncomfortable. Well, maybe if you stop running your cocksuckers and listen to me for once, let me tell you something. His dad was on record saying, we got that motherfucker now. His fucking dad decided to sue for money instead of sue... Like criminally sue Michael Jackson. That's he what wanted money. That's what you. That's what you say when somebody rapes your son and you sue them. We Why got that you? motherfucker now. That's the line. No, no I no. say I want that motherfucker. 
I say I want that motherfucker behind bars. Not I want to sue him for twenty million dollars. And then on top of that, Michael Jackson didn't agree to that shit. His insurance company decided to settle out of court with that shit. Not him because he was on tour. The crackers. <laughs> motherfucker. Because they know. So any of you bitch ass niggas that feel like Michael Jackson did that shit, fuck you. That shit is fucking crazy. Y'all niggas, listen. You guys got to understand something, dog. Michael Jackson was a fucking target, Ricky's bro. Ricky's shaking. He's a, he was a fucking target, dog. The minute he bought the fucking Beatles catalog, nigga, they fucking burned my nigga. They fucking turned him in. They said he was a fucking rapist. They said he was gay. They said he couldn't fuck. He was, Lord, they said all types of crazy shit about the nigga, dog. It's all those things. No, no, fuck that, nigga. What he is, he's the best-selling artist of all fucking time. He has the number one-selling um, fucking album of all time. He has the number one-selling double disc of all fucking time. He's a fucking... He made the best fucking music videos. He inspired a whole fucking generation, nigga. And he fucked Macaulay Culkin. No, all of those things are true. Yeah. Macaulay Culkin... All Cole, of those things are Macaulay true. Macaulay Culkin... Fucking went on. He went to court, bitch. Macaulay Culkin. He, he, he. What <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, fuck you, man? I'm, I, I'm literally sweating right now. I'm so fucking mad, dog. <laughs> Bro, and like about the first guy. The first guy said he raped him, and then he said he didn't rape him. And you choose to believe the lie you want, which is cool. How is it a lie when you niggas are testifying? Michael Jackson was in court. They wanted to. They wanted to hang him. They had nothing, nothing. The kids, they asked the kids, they, they said to the kids, to the, to the accusers, they said, um, describe his genitalia. They had Michael Jackson go in front of a room full of people, butt-ass naked, so they could take pictures, fucking dehumanize this nigga, and none of this shit was accurate. This shit was in fucking court. Everybody it was a money to, grab, bro. Everybody wanted to know what it looked like. They were so they wouldn't know what color it was. And no one can describe this shit. <laughs> I'm sure everybody in the room was like, they didn't need the evidence. Outside of Lisa Marie and no Ali- the evidence. They needed to know what color it was. Everybody was like, fuck that shit. I gotta know. Make him take a picture. Make, make him show his dick. I need to know what color it is. I don't give a fuck what's going on with the trial. I need to know. Outside of Lisa Marie, Tatum O'Neill, and Elizabeth Taylor, okay. no one could describe his dick. If you had to guess what color was it? Michael Jackson. <laughs> I know you think about it sometimes. Just tell me. In your fantasy, when you hold this dick, what color is it? I, I, the fuck you. Man. What color is it? His dick, he's a black man. The black dick. Okay, that's okay. All right. See, you see, he's talking about Mike's dick because he knows. That's what you guys to know. And on that note. Um, oh, no, no, fuck that. I ain't <laughs> On that fucking note, anybody that listens to this fucking podcast, if you want to have a real discussion, DM me. And if you feel like Michael Jackson did that shit, you piece of shit motherfucker, <laughs> fuck you, bitch. <laughs> it's he cra- didn't do that shit. That's crazy. They burned Janet with an iron and she's the normal one. That's fucking insane. That's insane. Oh, Latoya God. is more normal than Mike. That's insane. <laughs> because none of them had childhoods. They all had to fucking dance. But no one they had the pressure to be Michael fucking Jackson. <laughs> he was fucking, perfect. Didn't Jermaine leave the family to go by himself <laughs> to go to Motown and be forced and to do it? We hits? see now he turned out. That was pressure. <laughs> we see now he turned okay, out. Okay, that was pressure. He wanted to be Mike. Okay. Joseph never gave Mike anything he couldn't handle. Okay? Fucking clearly Jermaine crumbled. Yeah, he crumbled up. He's a bitch. Mike could handle it. Mike was just being a bitch about it. Mike is the fucking man, and this is a fucking witch hunt. Why come out now, plus? Why now, Because plus? rape still hurts. It never stops hurting. 
Okay. The moment somebody enters your butt, you never stop thinking about it. <laughs> so can I can I show you a YouTube video one day? <laughs> Listen, I'm glad you motherfuckers think this is funny. Why this man's fucking legacy is on the fucking line here? Like that's cool because I ain't gonna let this shit die. Fuck that. You know how many moonwalker groups I'm a part of? You gonna keep it alive? You know how many moonwalker groups I, I'm ahead of one moonwalker group in gen, uh, like that's uh, in the fucking South Florida. There are so many names better than moonwalkers. Y'all could be the hee-hees. Y'all could be so many shit. Where the fuck the moonwalkers? Fuck you guys. I'm glad you guys think this shit's a fucking joke. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. We've uh, raised Ricky's blood pressure for our weekly. <laughs> <laughs> you met the quota. Oh. Uh, and Ricky, um, 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 this, give me your final thoughts while we're at it. <laughs> My final fucking thoughts. Michael Jackson is innocent. And anybody who thinks otherwise, like I said before, fuck you, bitch. Period. He's fucking innocent. Go stream bad, thriller, off the wall, history, invincible, got to be there. You name it. Go there stream are to pay. Fuck you. Uh, Chris, any final thoughts this evening? Um, yeah, man. Click the link in our bio and purchase tickets to the live show. Super important you be there. You know what I'm saying? If you listen to the show at all, if you have friends that don't listen to the show, bring them. Let them meet us. You know what I'm saying? We'll be there chilling. My bad. I do have another final thought. Some final thoughts that I do have. You calm down a little bit. Yeah, I did. Michael Jackson's hair was always flawless. And um, so much so that I feel like people want their hair to look as flawless as his did. If you want your hair to look as flawless as Michael Jackson's hair, please holler at Heavenson Hair. They started their business because they wanted their hair to be as flawless as Michael's. Heavenson Hair has an Instagram account at Heaven underscore Hair. They also have a website at www. <laughs> 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 Yo, Muffins. <laughs> Yo, www.heavensethair.com. They offer 100% purchase. 88980 Full lace wigs, frontals, closures, bundles. All hair is in stock. Again, please holler at Heavensethair. Hair. Let them know that the niggas with opinions sent you. <laughs> Their website is www.heavensendhair.com They will be at the live show yeah. um, I've been asking them for money Hopefully they give it to me you, We're going to cut this out You son of a bitch I don't know Whatever then, want... Please God Please <laughs> I, I can't ask for money 149 <laughs> You can talk reckless about uh, fucking, um, fucking Michael Jackson But I can't ask for money 149 okay you fucking coward you just like the fucking accusers bunch of fucking pussy ass cowards for our next uh, our next sponsor we have a brand new sponsor Um, they are called 3150 uh, clothing line Um, so make sure you holler at 3150 their Instagram is 3150 clothing they are an official sponsor of the NWO podcast Uh, they've been woke since 3150 BC the first year of the dynasty as an nwo podcast listener they are offering a 20 percent discount on all orders if you use the promo code nwo they sound mm. woke as fuck they said that shikis yes they said everything we That's got it. a promo code bitches Ooh. yeah yeah we say it one more time 
Promo code NWO gets you 20% off and free shipping, bitch ass nigga. I saw a hoodie that was cold as fuck. I want it. Cold as fuck. So shop at shop at www.3150clothing.com. Um, we did have a post on our Instagram. We'll have more posts. Their clothes are amazing. So make sure you take advantage of that deal. Support black businesses. Fuck these designer brands. 3150 Clothing is where you want to go. Gang. And for another sponsor, because we have so many, we collect in the bag. Niggas showing us love. We appreciate every one of you guys. Can't beat right? it, man. You can't beat it. Thank you so My much. My Happy Hour Box. Um, their Instagram is My Happy Hour Box. <laughs> okay, their new song is Icebox Where My Heart Used to Be. <laughs> Next week. Hey, you know what? I'm not gonna start the promo until the song comes on. <laughs> what the fuck? Which one of them to do? He doesn't have, she doesn't have the shit queued up. If you had Omarion queued up, I'd be terrified. <laughs> I'd be horrified. You scream, tore ass nigga. I'm, I'm sorry that my expectations are so high because the guy never lets me fucking down. All right, he never lets me for down. the guy who does a whole podcast with his laptop closed. Ben this asshole, <laughs> this dick. Ben's clutch, man. I don't need to. Ben has two in front of him. Uh, he has a whole fucking setup. I don't need my fucking shit. Ben is what? Clutch. He is fucking clutch. He is fucking clutch. The definition of clutch. My happy hour box is um, a... um, Actually, hold on one second. My happy hour box is a monthly... (laughs) Why are you dancing? Because you're wearing this (laughs) smooth. It's a monthly subscription box where you can get... Discover spirits from around the world in the comfort of your kitchen because it's five o'clock somewhere. Visit myhappyhourbox.com for uh, your subscription. So go ahead and sign up with a monthly subscription. You won't regret it. Again, it's five o'clock somewhere. Let them know that the niggas with opinions sent you um, for the, you know, you get your spirits from around the world in the comfort of your own home. Myhappyhourbox on Instagram. This song was cold. Then hold on, Ben. Let it rock for a little bit. My favorite part's coming. Here it is. Here it is. Here it goes, I imagine you had the hand motion down. Hey, my happy hour box. My happy hour box. I'm so cold. Gucci. A nigga so cold that I'm feeling really bold. Yeah. I got the chain on, give me me some brain. Oh, that's beautiful music. I think uh, that's it for the what? sponsors. Ben, any final thoughts this evening? I have something memorized in my head, but I, I, I completely lost <laughs> it. Through the shit storm, didn't you? Uh, yeah. Um, uh, shit, 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 shit. Michael Jackson's the best. Um, I'll well, go first. No, okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, please pull up. April six is Ay. the live show. Ay. We're doing it at the Nomi Bar and Grill. They're showing us so much love. They're being hella supportive. We're gonna have a good time. We're gonna have nigga nuggets, nigga nuggets specialty Ay. menu with some nigga nectar on it. Uh, I'm working on some specialty drinks for all of us. It's gonna be a really, really great time. Uh, once again, the tunes are being provided by DJ Whiskey. Whiskey Chick Gang Gang, I appreciate And she has a new mixtape right now. Go support her. Go to her SoundCloud, The Whiskey Chick. Uh, the Real Toe. Uh, Sippy Baby is going to be our host. It's going to be a fantastic evening of niggery and elegance. And Please. we have a lot, a lot, a lot of giveaways. A lot. More if than last mi- time. A lot. If you missed the first one, don't miss this one. Please pull up. 
Uh, and once again, please uh, find Leaving Neverland. Watch the documentary <laughs> and discover the truth for yourself. Once again, nobody makes documentaries about you raping kids if it's not true. That's a really far way to go. Listen, uh, I'm going to end this episode because <laughs> no, fuck that. I'm just saying, if somebody did a documentary about Ricky Rick, Rick and kids, if they went through all that to interview people and edit a video about you raping kids, then maybe it's worth listening to. It's a one-sided documentary. The man's not even here to defend himself. What's there to defend? He didn't touch those motherfuckers. So when you die, all the bitches you fucking say that you raped him? That's fucking crazy. When kids say you raped me. He's a grown fucking man who's, who's on record. Not only in the court of law, he's on fucking record. MTV, YouTube, his you personal this? website, right. saying he didn't fucking touch me. Now you got a fucking documentary who's going to produce you money because your career is fucking failing. Because you're a fucking loser. You fucking lost your wife. <laughs> You've lost every fucking thing. Now it's, it's convenient now. What can I hold on to? Michael Jackson. He's no longer here. He can't defend himself. What's a story that's going to sell? Michael Jackson touched me. So guess what? I'm going to say that he touched me. So I can get oh, fucking paid. Oh, 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 He's a oh, fucking oh. loser. He's oh, a fucking oh, liar. Oh. Fuck him. Fuck that oh, nigga. Oh, and fuck the other nigga too. You know what I'm saying? Richard, your fuck chip. Your chip. It's, there's, there's far too much dip on it. Okay. Nah, nigga. Oh, don't bro, be fucking oh, lying oh, on oh, niggas, oh, man. Don't do that shit, man. Chip. Your chip is, 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 is loaded with... I don't give a fuck. Don't lie on niggas, man. Don't do that shit. The last 20 years of his fucking life was fucking hell because of the bullshit. Y'all niggas worship him. Fuck that lie. shit, man. We gotta stop that bullshit, man. And stop giving these fucking pussies a fucking platform to spread these fucking lies about our fucking kings, dog. Fuck that shit, man. Michael, it touched them niggas, man. Once again, it's www.leavingneverland.com. Www. Fuck that shit, man. Hey, I want everybody to watch that shit. Hit me up, man. We can have a fucking real nigga talk uh, conversation about that shit. www.nwopod.com. Yeah, www.nwopod.com. Ben, can we get some final thoughts, my brother? And you can find (laughs) you can find all of our content on all of the major streaming platforms. That means Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, you name it, our content is there. And um, final thoughts. Ricky's still mad. <laughs> final <laughs> thoughts. Not everyone's story is the same. The person to your left may have a, a one-page story. The person to your right may have a five-page story. That doesn't mean that you give up on writing yours. Keep going forward. He gave so much to the fucking world. This is what you guys fucking do to him? That's fucking crazy, man. That's fucking crazy. We are the world. Heal the fucking world. What the fuck, man? That sounds like guilt music to me. That ain't no fucking guilt music, man. When you fuck enough children, you want to heal all kinds of shit. Uh, Ben, I'm going to give you the pleasure of introducing this week's song of the week. Um, This week's song of the week. It... um, It, it, it's a, a uplifting song. It's to uh, give empowerment to females. Uh, just remember that you you heard it here first. I was first in the uh, movement to give hoes their empowerment. Uh, I was here before the City Girls, and I was here before Cardi B. Uh, 
the name of this track is Sass Ass Class by none other than Benny B. The eloquence, so eloquence. It's a whole feature in the NWO podcast. Hey. Thanks for listening to the NWO podcast. Michael Jackson, rest in peace. I love you. Peace. Let's go. Can't stand it, dick bandit. Want a good time, been and gon' handle it. Gon' get it now, yeah, I want it now. You ain't going nowhere, gon' sit it down. Give it to me now, gon' drop it now. I ain't judging, girl, so get to it now. Two drinks in, so you know how I'm feeling now. Girl, quit playing, you know what to do now. Shots, we feeling it. Big ass, yeah, she killing it. She kept going, she don't quit. At the end of the night, I'm drilling it. Ass. Real ass, but don't get it wrong. She classy, ass, real ass, but don't get it wrong. She classy. She talk real mean, sass. She walk real mean, ass. Her chalk stay clean, class. She far from a dot and she hot cause she got that. Her talk real mean, sass. Her walk real mean, ass. Her chalk stay clean, class. She far from a dot and she hot cause she got that sass, ass, class. Sass, ass, class. Drop it low tonight. If you got your shit together, drop it low tonight. If you got your shit together, drop it low tonight. If you got your shit together, drop it low tonight. She talk real mean, sass. She walk real mean, ass. Her chalk stay clean, class. She far from a dot and she hot cause she got.